I lost one family. I ain't going to lose another one, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Millionth Show. My name is James. I'm joined once again by Henry. And we're obviously reviewing and ranking Suicide Squad. So, uh, Henry, what's your history with this film? Oh, man, I actually do have a history with this film, unfortunately. I mean, I had seen this once before, uh, but I was barely paying attention because, like, I was watching it with someone as a joke, basically. Um, mm. And uh, I, the fact that I had to watch it again and I had to pay attention this time was, yeah. like, painful, man. Like, I was taking down notes for this, um, and uh, I just, I actually had to stop myself from, like, writing so much because there was so much that I had, like, just hate that pissed me off every time. Really? Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, there, there were, like, a few things that I liked in this, like... Like it was basically entirely just Amanda in this film. Yeah. Um, you know, this I mean, this film, I mean, yeah, I've seen it twice as well. And uh, it certainly didn't improve with the second watch. But I, I had a very similar experience watching it the first time as I did the second time. And, and that's that it's just a feeling of wasted potential, you know? Yeah. There are lots and lots of really bad, terrible things about this film. Lots, um, and there, but there are a few moments that just really shine through and just make you hate the film even more because you just think, what if they just focused on this or they developed yeah, or this? What if they just, you know, canned this idea and did something else? So this film was uh, wasn't. This is obviously part of the Snyderverse, but it wasn't directed by Zack Snyder. This is directed by a chap called David Ayer. Yeah. Who the only other film I've seen him direct was uh, an Arnold Schwarzenegger one called Sabotage. Um, which was also shit. But, uh, you know, the funny thing about this film, right? The funny thing about this film is, like, on paper, in in, in a kind of box office sense, and, and kind of, it, it did very well. This was a box office smash, okay? And it also won an Oscar, somehow, right? <laughs> the Oscar it won was actually... Oscar winner for best achievement in makeup and hairstyling. Well, so, to be fair, they spent hours every day doing this. I think. But, 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 but once again, we've fucking got a Batman film that won an Oscar for makeup and hairstyling that wasn't Batman 1989. I know, but to, to oh. be fair, though, with, I think, um, both Jared Leto and Margaret Robbie, they both spent three hours every time doing uh, having their makeup done, whereas I think for Killer Croc, they spent like five hours doing all that because his wasn't really time. achieved by CGI. It was all makeup, really. Well, with Killer Croc, you can kind of tell. Uh, not anyway. to the amount of like like temporary tattoos they had to set up on these lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. This, this film is, is just one of those... Yeah, I mean, I think we can basically jump straight into the storyline, to be honest, because... Yeah, uh, yeah. The one thing I, I, thought... I don't really have. I just remember when this was coming out. I was very excited when this was coming out. I thought, "Wow, you know, this is this is the other problem with this film. It was really like the build-up was crazy, man. Like I remember when it was coming out. I was at school, and it was like some of my friends talking like, oh, the trailer's yeah, a new out. Joker, you know, your new Joker. Hey, yeah. this is something different. This is like a bunch of Batman villains and stuff, you know. And it sounded like really cool on paper. Yeah, man. It to be shit, you know. Everyone, and this is why I did so well in the box office because everyone wanted to watch it. Everyone was like, wanted to see what it was about. But everyone left that cinema disappointed. Disappointed. Yeah, like, like you know. Yeah, and there's a funny thing as well with this film. Uh, just briefly before we start, the um, 
the trailers, if you look at them, the first trailer, like, you can see the progression of how this clearly changed a bit. Because uh, by the end of the first one, yeah, the Suicide Squad logo is kind of, you know, like, like somewhat serious looking. But by the end of it, it's like, by the last trailer, as as they got they're probably the rights to more and more, like, you know, famous songs. It just is like, you know, you got oh. fucking disco lights and shit. And you can clearly tell by this poster, you know, this is probably one of their final ones. And it's like, uh, you know, I don't know. Is, this film would have been dramatically improved if it just had... A a di- like its own soundtrack its own composer rather than just using a fucking playlist of licensed music it doesn't give you a break i know like at least they like, could have the used first it, half like, hour is literally just like a dj's live doing a fucking <laughs> yeah. playlist over this film over the scenes oh yeah, and the match i've the got a, oh harley quinn i've got a spell on you bang you know like oh fucking joke bang whatever like it's oh man it like it doesn't it doesn't it's it's ruthless there's not like the and then and then you get like a bit of soundtrack kind of towards the end of the film and that's just shit you know it's just like the most generic (laughs) template yeah like superhero not even superhero movie just like uh there's a well we'll get to it actually uh Will Smith, man, like the fact that Will Smith <laughs> <He hasn't had laughs> a, saying his name now just uh, has a different meaning uh, over the last few years. I mean, yeah, this film yeah, actually predicted his, uh, you know, marriage breakup. You know, he hasn't had a great time PR-wise the last few years, man, and, and we're not really going to help him out today either because uh, I think a, a lot of this film, the bad things about this film, are because of Will Smith. Now, it's not necessarily his fault. But it's just the fact that I don't think they ever planned this film. They originally, well, I know this for fact, they didn't originally plan this film with Will Smith in mind. And then when they hired him, they're like, shit, we need to give this um, Deadshot more to do. We need to give him, we need to flesh out his character because we've got such a big actor playing him. I think Come originally on. that wasn't the intention. He wasn't written like that. Do you want to hear the list of people considered for Deadshot? Go on. I mean, like, I mean, I, I read this from um, IMDb, but I'm not even sure if like half of this is true. It's like, you have Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Daniel Craig, Matthew McConaughey, Johnny Depp, Colin Farrell, Keanu Reeves, Oscar Isaac, Jason Stratham, Idris Elba, Matt Damon, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Ewan McGregor, Robert Pattinson, Michael Fassbender, all being considered for the role of Deadshot. What the fuck? I mean, <laughs> I, mean I think Idris Elba did end up becoming Deadshot, so, you know. He did, yeah. I mean... But Will Smith... I why mean, Will Smith he's, he's the worst Smith. choice, like, you know what I mean? And Will Smith, he doesn't. He goes into this film playing the fucking character that Will Smith plays in all of his fucking films, which yeah, is like, oh, the fresh, the the young, fresh Prince of Assassination. Yeah, he's like, oh, this guy who does a job. He he's got like the young child, you know. Oh, like, I love my kid. Oh man, Will. And I, I re- Will Smith is someone that I really like. I want to love, and I do. But he's he make, gives you a hard job, especially in a film like this. And the he, there are lots, and the, the the writing in this film is dire. This is one of the the worst written films I've ever watched. Some of the dialogue, man. Sure. The dialogue, the lines, the it's like a parody, you know. Um, yeah, it really the, felt like the, there's the so many times I just roll my eyes. I mean, how does the he? It's just you know, and and you, that that's the worst. The worst thing about this film is is the the music and the writing, just just absolutely yeah. tragic. And so is he like um they start with him on like the rooftops, right? No, sure. no, they start with him in the in prison. They, oh they, yeah, of course. This is just it's got I don't know, it's got this film has like a slow start but a quick start because 
You're introduced to a bunch of people, right? And the first, the very first shot is Will Smith just basically getting battered in prison, right? He's like taunting the guards. So they pull him out where there's no cameras, beating the shit out of him, um, you know, to, to his soundtrack. Then you have Margaret Robbie. We see her, Harley Quinn, in her special cage. Do you know what pissed me off, actually? Um, this doesn't even take place in Arkham Asylum, does it? This is in... And it's not even in Blackgate. It's in some other... It's like Black Heath or something like that. I can't remember. It's got some, like, strange... It's It's got a, a prison name I've never heard of. I, I don't know if it is a Gotham one, but... Yeah, I, not, I assumed it was Arkham, given the fucking... It's, no, it's not Arkham place. at all. It's not Arkham and it's not Blackgate. It's it's something else. They specifically have it, like, as a title, like, when, when the film opens, whatever. Um, so, anyway, yeah, we see Will Smith... We see Will Smith, yeah, getting back in prison. Margaret Robbie's Harley Quinn. Um, now, this is something. I mean, just to just to d- dwell on Margaret Robbie's Harley Quinn for a moment. Um, I don't know. Like, she's like, I, I want to say she. I mean, this is the first time Harley Quinn's been been on screen on screen. In fact, a lot of these villains. Yeah, the first first just, time seeing Captain Boomerang, you know. Yeah, man, and Colonel Rick fucking flag. But Harley Quinn is such, like, a big Batman villain, you know, and, and has been done so perfectly in the animated series, for example, and that voice actress who who, who did uh, did Harley Quinn in the Arkham games as well, etc. This, Margaret Robbie's Harley Quinn, is very different to that. But I think it's still quite a good Harley Quinn. It's different, but she's, like... Well, I don't know. The problem that, again, the problem is the the writing, you know. And this Yo, is like, yeah, her lines, man. She was her lines are really bad, and I don't. But I don't think that's Margaret Robbie's fault. Well, it's obviously not her fault. Um, she has some oh, diabolical lines, but yes, yeah, you're saying like, "Oh, sorry, the voices. I'm I'm off my meds," you know. Like, yeah, yeah. No, there's so many. There's so many. Um, um and like, it's a shame uh, because. You know, with the better script, this this would have been so much better. And maybe I, I mean, I, we will review the the Suicide Squad, and I'd like to think. I mean, I, I'm watching that just out of pure hope that it's just this film, but better written. I don't know. Yeah, I hope. But, I mean, apparently, it's very good. So we'll, I guess we'll find out. Well, well yeah, we'll find out because I've never seen it. But unfortunately, um, we have to. But see anyway, it. well, I mean, well, Margaret, I don't know. Uh, well, I know, what, you do what, get what to. Her, yeah, her, no, there Harley. is a very brief time where you do get to see her in like a traditional Harley outfit, but unfortunately, you know, like for like a there's like a very brief flashback, or it might not even be a flashback. Oh, you're flashback right, you're right. Film. Yeah, I was just trying to think when that was, and yeah, 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 that's true. Could never place that scene in your head. Um, yeah, but half the film is just just like close-ups of a fucking in a thong, mate. You know, it's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> you know, yeah, it feels bad, but you know. Well, I don't think Margaret Robbie cares that much, man. I mean, we've seen Wolf of Wall Street, etc. But, but still. Yeah, true. But still. Um, <laughs> anyway, then we get to our third kind of introduction, who is by far and away the strongest, best part of this film, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. Oh, yeah, exactly. She's, she's, she's like the only thing keeping me going in this. She's incredible in this film. And um, she, 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 like, she's a phenomenal actress as well. She's in um, she's in prisoners. She's very versatile. She's in prisoners. She's in um, uh, a couple other films that I've seen as well. She's in uh, Law Abiding Citizen as well. Um, but in this film, she's like really like a, a diamond in the in the dirt. You know, she's like, and even she has some ri- she has some lines which like, if it wasn't for her exceptional delivery, 
would just be completely terrible. Like yeah. you know, like the others, basically. You you would they're like they cringe. You cringe when you hear them. But she's able. The fact she's able to deliver her her lines so convincingly and uh, and and with such conviction, you really like you know you're like wow you know and she's and it's quite impressive. There's a bit later on where she's in the boardroom in the Pentagon, right? And she's like bringing out Enchantress and shit. And she's doing and saying ridiculous things. But because it's Viola Davis, she just delivers it with so much authority that you, you're like, you, you have no choice. But yeah, to you, have to, wow, you have yeah. to stand to attention and listen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a rare example of like, like, uh, you know, acting just surpassing even bad writing. That, that's how that's just a testament to how good yeah, an actor exactly. she is. I mean, there's a, there's a couple of funny things about uh, her because um, one yeah. thing you'd be surprised at, they were one of the original casting choices was uh, going to be Oprah Winfrey for her. Um, you know, I mean, that would have, you know, confidence in the rest of the cast, I feel. But um, she's she a bit, bit in better in this film, I yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. V- yeah. Viola Davis read um, uh, Emmy Thomas's uh, autobiography, Confessions of a Sociopath, in order to uh, prepare for this role. Really? Which is like, you know, some dedication that I find probably helped quite a bit with this because, like, yeah, man, she she's ruthless, man. In this, oh, she she plays a total bitch, you know, like, and it's so you know, it's it's really like the most fascinating character in this film, um, and and yeah, she just anyway, she's in this scene, she's talking about uh, how Superman's died, you know, it's like, oh, our world changed when. Superman was flying and then it changed again when he stopped. So this is basically happening shortly after the events of Batman vs Superman which we reviewed last week. Um and anyway, she's she's in this film she's pitching some suits basically about um her idea of a, of a of the a, a squad a team of criminals with certain powers and then she goes through and literally does like a fucking Ocean's 11 style you know, meet the gang kind of fucking, and it, oh man, it's it's so bad, it's so bad. So we start off uh, with with Deadshot again. So um, so we get, we get okay, yeah. So this is where we get Deadshot. This is he's on like the rooftop. Oh man, this is so bad. He's on the rooftop, and he's like, you know, he's on a job, and he's like going to assassinate this guy, but he hasn't been paid, so he's pulling out his phone. He's on the phone call. He's like, you got ten seconds left. And then it's like a million dollars appears on his phone. Yeah, he got the fastest transfer in the world, man. The fastest transfer of all, like ridiculously fast. You know, there's like inexplicably, it just, it's too fast. It's too fast. And then he goes, yeah, now double it for being a dickhead, you know. <laughs> and then and then again, like, and then he did like, then... that, that bit was kind of funny. Like, no, it was so bad, man. Like, I mean, yeah, it was funny. It was someone, to be fair, if it was someone else delivering that. Probably no, would. no, no. I mean, that's that's like a no. That's like quintessentially Will Smith moment, you know. Like now, double it for being a dickhead, you know. And you're like, okay, but it just it just doesn't work for me. Anyway, at least it's followed by like a cool, um, you know, assassination style where he like shoots the bullet off and ricochets and hits the guy in the back head. That was very cool. And that's the Deadshot we want to see. And this is the thing as well, you know. Deadshot wears a mask, but because they have such like an A-list actor there. You know, wears, they have to show his face as much as possible, so there's no, you know, room for, for the mask. He wears it like for ten seconds. Yeah, total screen time. Yeah, um, which is a shame. Anyway, so then we get to see a bit of his personal life with his daughter and his uh, estranged wife or ex-wife. 
Um, so we get a little bit of like, you know, every Will Smith film ever. Um, but, 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 but we get fucking Ben Affleck Batman shows up, man. Um, this is like always a pleasure to always a pleasure. Just like really like breaks up the beginning of this, the awful beginning of this film. Batman showing up. He's in, he's in the beginning twice. Um, this is the first time. So we get him, you know, basically taking down Deadshot. They have a little hand, uh, you know, hand-to-hand combat. And then the daughter steps in the way in front of Batman. So Deadshot can't kill him. Um, or shoot him, actually. And, yeah. uh, and, and I, I don't know. I feel like that's a little bit embarrassing for Batman, to be honest. But obviously, it's just it serves as a purpose to kind of give us a bit more dimension to this deadshot character which doesn't really work but still yeah it's like yeah um yeah my daughter knows i kill people but i can't do it in front of her yeah daddy i know you do bad things but i still love you i mean that that's like that's nice it's obviously cute and everything but it's you know i don't know it's doesn't it doesn't fit at all man it's just like what am i watching man um but it was it was just cool to see ben affleck there you know like oh i don't want to do this in front of your daughter you know like we don't want to fuck you up basically like i did to those guys in the warehouse (laughs) um yeah exactly he's like just blows him up like right after his daughter leaves yep um so i don't know that 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 was it was just cool to see ben affleck's batman there of course um and then we get uh harleen quinzel's origin story harley quinn obviously so um, what I like about this is it is very comic accurate and yeah. it's very um, it's just quickly done. They don't you know they they do what they need to do to satisfy the audience for once in this film, which oh. is you know we see her in Arkham Asylum, getting to know the Joker. We get our first look at Jared Leto's Joker, which we'll go into for a minute in a minute. Yeah. Um, but you know she she's you know she's then they have this dialogue and then she's uh, they take over Arkham, which is cool. This is the only bit of Arkham we get to see in this film for some reason. Um, but we see them escaping from Arkham thanks to, you know, Harley Quinn. Yeah, although I was confused as fuck because, like, okay, so, all right, I assume she's been, like, brainwashed by the Joker by this point. He's like, oh, yeah, I need a machine gun. First of all, yeah. how she's going to get that in there? And it's not just one. It's like, you've got several people that, like, fully yeah, armed. Like, this is, like, this <laughs> is, like, fucking the Arkham from, um, like, uh, like, the Joel Schumacher universe, man, you know? Like, you, all right, we're just going to smuggle shit in. All right. Like, this many. Well, yeah, but if, I, uh, if I'm being generous, obviously this happens over the period of, a, uh, the course of a, a long period of time. Yeah, that's true. Right? So she's probably, I don't know, like, how long that smuggling took place. I'd actually did it, like, in, in bulk, you know. Yeah, but, five uh, minutes, you know. Yeah, but so, yeah, so it, yeah obviously, yeah. I mean, if you look into it that much, yeah, maybe, but... I don't know. I mean, we obviously get to see Jared Leto, like, you know, electrocute her. And, and oh, that editing. I don't, does he? I don't think it's a direct shining quote, but I definitely got vibes of it where he's going, you know, yeah. uh, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you real, real bad, you know? Yeah, I thought I heard that from somewhere, but it's like he doesn't say he's going to bash her brains in. But yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not like it's not a shining quote, but it, it gave me those vibes, you know, and obviously Jack Nicholson previous... Um, Previous Joker. Yeah, maybe, so. it's, maybe it's an homage to Jack Nicholson's Yeah, Joker, I think it know. probably was a nod to that. Yeah, but also, like, I don't know what it was. It's like, especially the editing of that particular scene, like, just, like, was pissing me off, man. Like, like they, they have, like, some really... Some of the editing in this film is, like, questionable. They have, like, extremely fast, like, cuts, and they, like, fuck up some of the audio as well, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. I don't like yeah. it. I mean, we get whole... We get whole... whole introduction to Jared Leto's Joker where he's 
Then he's in like a GTA-esque sort of nightclub where yeah. Harley Quinn's a stripper, whatever. Yeah, he's being a And it's like, yeah, you don't disrespect the Joker, man, you know? So And then to illustrate this, uh, you know, some guy like he says something like, oh, nice. Yeah, he's making it. He's, ma- he's just finished, uh, completed a deal with this dude, right? Yeah. He's and, like, he goes, and the guy goes, he just is like, oh, yeah, you're a lucky guy, whatever, something like that. Like, a, quite a respectful compliment, I think. But yeah. he's like, oh, you like it then? Oh, you want to, you, yeah, you want to fuck it, don't you? You know, he's like the most paranoid fucking whatever. And so he brings brings Harley over and then fucking shoots him in the face. Yeah, that makes no sense because he's like, uh, like he rejects to be like, oh, no, no, she's your girl, Joker, which is like, you know, fair enough, right? Yeah. And also he's just presumably made a deal with this guy. So he just shoots yeah. the guy anyway. It's like, you yeah, know, but it's, I mean, it's the Joker being insane, right? It's Joker doing Joker yeah, things. Yeah, true. It's, yeah, to be fair, right. if the previous ones had done this, we'd let him go with it. So fair enough. Yeah. yeah. You're, now you're thinking Heath Ledger Joker rather than actual Joker. Uh, yeah, I was, yeah, true. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we get, uh, and then we get to the next bit with Joker and Harley Quinn, which is a, a car chase with a Batmobile. Super fucking cool, man. I yeah. wish they'd spent a little bit uh, yeah, longer. Yeah, apparently it was meant to be longer, but they just decided uh, not to do it. It should have been, man. That would have been great. Yeah, you'd, have, you'd have more interaction with Harley and Joker. But yeah, because it seems really sudden that Batman's just on top of his car all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. That's true. Yeah, yeah it could have been we, a lot what better. Do you think of, yeah, what do you think of the Jokermobile, though? You know, it's pretty cool, man. License plate. I liked it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like this, yeah, like um, it's very much like yeah, like this sort of pink, shiny, uh, you know, it, it decor is it is it is like yeah, it's definitely like very cool, you know. I, just, you, I wish you got to see more of it, you know, like I wish you got to see more of that chase. We could have ranked the uh, Joker vehicles, you know, like you've got the truck from the Dark Knight, you've got yeah, the, you've got those purple cars from uh, eight nine, yeah, Batman nine ninety nine. <laughs> and you've got the actual the you well, actually he's got a whole the bunch Joker of copter, you know. Yeah, he's got a whole bunch of vehicles like anyway. I think that that would be a clear winner there anyway. Um Yeah. Anyway, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we will be ranking the Jokers at the end of this uh at the end of this episode. So, you know, stay tuned for that. We don't have much to rank in this episode, by the way. We I think we're literally just gonna rank Joker, Sigma Moment and the film. Um <laughs> but anyway, we'll get to that uh, at the end. So, um, so anyway, uh, anyway, part of this scene, yeah, Batman jumps on, on his car, he makes them crash off the pier, um, Joker escapes, I think, he's like, his body's not there, but Harley Quinn is, and she's like, I don't know how this works, she's pretending to be dead, or like, out, and then she like, wakes up and tries to stab Batman, and then he like, yeah. headbutts her, or like, punches her in the face, and then drags her up. And she fakes her death for like not fakes her death, but like plays. I don't know how you can do that underwater when you're literally drowning, but um, she does it twice. So she's like playing dead and then like tries to stab him, and then she plays dead again. And I don't know if Batman's on some like necrophilia shit or if he's like there's a genuine kiss of life or like you know trying to, it's to be like mouth uh, like mouth to mouth CPR or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it gave Ooh, me vibes weird. of like now's my chance. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like. Anyway, if because she be kisses back as well. Like, I don't know. It's like a really strange, like, moment. Um, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, it was probably one of the highlights of this film, albeit not a particularly great one. But still, it's, it's the only time we really see Batman and Joker in some sort of combat situation. Well, this Batman and Joker. So, yeah. I mean, what do you make of it in general? 
I mean, oh, I wish you got to see like a little bit more interaction between him and Batman or like, um, again, like like we said, like this scene of, you know, the car chase and so on. Um, or like what led up to it, maybe. But it feels like they've got to introduce so many people in this like so fast that like, they, like there's, it feels like this, this film is too packed with like characters and like it oh. kind of suffers for it, you know. Like, oh yeah. Who was asking for Captain Boomerang? Like he's a flash. He's he's a fucking flash villain anyway. Like, is he? I didn't even. I thought they just made him up, but no, he's a flash villain. No, well, you know what? Yeah. I mean, now we're gonna get into the list of fucking people that we meet along. Uh, yeah, the people the that you don't want to see. We're really gonna get into it now because all we've spoken about is Deadshot. Oh, but already, okay. Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Joker, Amanda Waller, and Batman. I mean, we knew Batman, but still, like. Okay, let's not count Batman because he's not a, a new character. But And this is the thing, man. This is just humiliating for Ben Affleck. No wonder he wants nothing to do with this fucking DC ever again, man. He's like washed his hands of the thing. I yes. feel so fucking embarrassed for him because he already spoke about how he had a bad time on the Batman vs Superman set where he's like, you know, just doing like basically like a Marvel film, man, just wearing a green suit and being thrown around for fucking CGI. And then he's in this film where he's not credited. He's given about two lines, which are fucking amazing lines. Like... And it's just such a shame because they, they've got such a great actor and such a great Batman here, and they just misuse him constantly. And that's the real frustration is like... Yeah, a, it's a Warner Bros. start to lose money challenge. Yeah, it's just like, as a Batman fan, it's just like, it's so fucking frustrating. But anyway, now we can get into it in terms of who, who else we get to meet in this film. We yeah, all the... Uh... Way too many characters, you know? I think this is a criticism out of The Dark Knight Rises where you just, there's too many new people in it. This, like, takes the piss, though. So now we have Captain Boomerang. And, and yeah, actually, I just want... Before we get into all of them, I had the same thing as you. When I first watched this film, I, I was wondering, are, are any of these, like, made up, you know? And, and actually, they're all legit Batman films. Yeah, it's like, are there any better people they could have used other than Captain oh, Boomerang? No, no, no. Or at least trim it down, man. We don't need all this shit. No one turned up to see El Diablo, you know, or fucking whatever, Enchantress, or Katana, man. Anyway, we'll get into them, yeah. but... <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, we'll get on to it. Anyway, so we have uh, first of all, we meet Captain Boomerang. Um, so we get to see a bit of him, Australian fucking Rob bank every robber. bank in Australia, you know. Yeah, he's got a fucking an actual boomerang as his thing. Okay, yeah, I suppose if you're in a universe like with Batman, then we can allow this guy boomerang. But yeah, we get a little cameo from the Flash, so that was cool. Um, and ah, uh, I mean, well. Yeah, actually, I don't really want to talk about Captain Boomerang again, so let's, let's just get him done yeah, with He doesn't do anything in this film anyway. He's so. got fucking... Yeah, except for his, like, comedy relief moments when he's got this fucking pink unicorn. Oh, Come yeah, it's funny. His, yeah, they include fetishes, pink unicorns. I'm like... Yeah, yeah. that's... Oh, wow, what a bag of laughs that is. It's, like, the worst... That's, like, not even Marvel would do that. Actually, maybe they would. Just so shit, man. Um, then you've got LD... Then we meet El Diablo. Um... Who's just I don't know they're like talking about him I I really don't get this this oh man they 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 one thing I also noticed with this film they have an obsession with using like in the writing they have an obsession with using like sort of like hood jargon you know yeah like like yeah yeah homie um so on and so forth like well because El Diablo is meant to be like Latino like some like Mexican kind of style guy but yeah I know, I know I know it's fair enough but also like sometimes it just feels like like it feels like it's a so like you know white guys yeah. writing this you know and they, they don't yeah know. that's true yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, li yeah, you're right actually. They're just like okay, stereotype Mexican whatever. Exactly. It's like, you know? come on, man. It's embarrassing. 
And and particularly embarrassing is when I think they go up to his like cell, whatever, which is like some water tank. And he's like, yeah, I'm not bad at life anymore. And then he writes bye with fireman. So fucking creepy. Um, Then we get to meet Killer Croc, who is like far more of a prominent Batman villain. Now, there's a very good reason why Killer Croc has never been in in an actual live action (laughs) film until now. And this is like, what did you think of this Killer Croc? Well, I don't, I don't know what to say, because, like, he's just, like, a guy with, like, scales, basically, at this point. Like, there's no... It's really difficult for them, obviously, to adapt Killer Croc into, you know, an actual yeah. sort of live action, because, yeah, you know, he, he only belongs in animated, you know, films, really. Um, but he... He has, like, no lines in this entire film, and, again, yeah. this suffers from the uh, the white writer using like you know like this sort of jargon man he has like yeah, two yeah, lines yeah. in the whole film and it's just saying yeah bro yeah homie so on and so forth and 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 his lines are fucking inaudible as well I don't know about you yeah but the lines that he did do I, I genuinely didn't understand what he was saying upon yeah. second time viewing I'm just like but am I really going to rewind and get the subtitles on just so I can understand his crappy dialogue no so yeah the thing is it's like <laughs> This entire film, he doesn't actually do anything like like no no offense to him, but there's nothing they don't actually do anything kind of useful with him. Um, no, not at all. At all really. And it's like why did they include him in this? At yeah, all? yeah, exactly. It's like if you're gonna bring Killer Croc into it, you, you you know you've got to have a fucking reason for it because otherwise this is a character that you kind of avoid putting in a film for the reasons you went because it's like just generally speaking, it is a very is maybe the most far-fetched Batman villain or like really right up there in terms of like this guy who's like can breathe underwater and there's like quite quite a ridiculous kind of villain to have I mean it's cool yeah in the animated series and the Arkham games it works because that's you know that's a uh, a universe and a style of animation where you know you can get away with having these unrealistic characters but if you're going to do them in live action you surely are going to have like a purpose for him, and they just don't. They they shoehorn a little bit of something for him to do later on, where he just swims in the gutter and carries a bomb underwater with Rick Flag's team anyway. So what's the what's the point? Yeah, exactly. They, they don't encounter any danger under there. And he has also, no good lines. He's he's he looks terrible. He doesn't look like he's not big or anything. He's like yeah, he's he's like he's stocky, but he's not like tall or anything you know it's just not like you know they baned him up or anything he's just like just like a guy in like a, yeah, in a hoodie a, yeah. an expensive halloween costume basically yeah and also like i kind of feel bad for the actor i mean yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry but i can't pronounce i, I don't want to like butcher his name but he mm. he researched like several things like he researched like for this role as something he researched what sorry? um and he he wrote your audio is going a bit. Because, well, he's cannibal. Hang on, your, your audio went. Say that again. What did he research? He researched cannibalism. Oh yeah. And um and also the behaviour of crocodiles. Um, you know, got my got my ping coming in right now. You know, <laughs> but um, he uh, I it feels like his like all this preparation he did was wasted because they couldn't think of anything to do with him because this film kind of. It's like they cast a bunch of people and then they were trying to figure out what to do afterwards because I think they had only six weeks to write this and it really shows, man. Yeah, I don't like, know. Just do some like pre-preparation or something. Or like. just, just cut out a bunch of these characters. If you've got nothing to do with them, 
then what, why do you have them? Just get rid of them. Axe them. You know, like, I'm sorry, but like, otherwise, you know, you're just making a shit film, which is what this is. Killer Croc is just, yeah, just, just like, a, a, you know, a waste of a villain because, you know, now, it, you know, it, what leaps to mind is actually, it reminds me of, um, of Bane in Batman and Robin, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just in, they just introduce him five just seconds. And like, oh yeah, but there's 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 Killer Croc. Yeah, is he going to do anything? No. Why do you have him? Yeah, no, but you get to see his. There. You don't even get to see his origin story. He's just a guy in a sewer. Well, Killer Croc doesn't really have an. Well, his origin story is like you know he's like a he's born with some kind of. Skin I don't know. Disorder, who knows? And he's he was like a wrestler and then a, a, a turned to crime. I don't know. It's like. Again, like we said, Killer Croc's a very hard character to do. And it's a shame. I didn't know that that the actor like took the time to you know do that kind of research and preparation for the role. And I wish that they had you know put more effort into developing Killer Croc because he's a very interesting Batman villain if you can do him right. And they just didn't even bother doing anything with him, let alone doing anything right. You know, which is a shame. Just yeah, would have been better off not having him at all. Yeah. Like, who else do they like introduce after this? Okay, like, so next we have in- punches, man. Like next one, get- next one. Okay, next one we got is Enchantress. Oh my fucking days! I just keep forgetting <laughs> these people are even in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, man. So we've got Enchantress, right? And this is maybe, maybe the the fucking dumbest of the lot, man. Because you've got like, okay, the the origin story is cool because it's like she's like in the jungle and she discovers this like tomb of witchcraft and shit, you know, and she like breaks a statue and becomes possessed right okay but then you've got like yeah we've got her heart in this suitcase and uh i'm gonna stab it with a pen whenever she does disobeys me it's like yeah it's kind of it is a great thing for amanda to do though like just gives her like yeah i'm just gonna fucking (laughs) she's like a bit of a psycho and just like stabs the shit out yeah sure man um only 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 viola davis can pull that off man because anyone else you're just like what the fuck is going you've got a heart in a suitcase which you can like yeah it's like fucking voodoo doll from Indiana Jones. Literally the same thing, man. It's like, well, actually, yeah, that makes sense with the whole witchcraft thing. It is kind of a bit of voodoo there. But but the actual heart itself, I mean, fucking hell. Um, and you have quite, she's quite a decent actress. Uh, her name escapes me, but the actress who do, who's playing in charge is actually like quite decent. But, you know, again, it's just like an embarrassing. Yeah, the writing thing. fails them, you know. Yeah, of course. It's share, uh, yeah, it's got a share of stage with like fifty other people. Yeah, uh, the next one we get to meet, maybe the worst actually in this whole film is Colonel Rick Flag. Um, <laughs> he, oh man, he's just the most unnecessary, boring, terrible fucking character in this film, man. Played by the same guy who plays RoboCop. I, I recognised him for something. He's like, oh, okay, he's RoboCop. Do you want uh, to know who they almost cast? Well, who they originally casted for Rick Flag, but said no up. with. Yeah, Tom Hardy, man, but he dropped out to do the Revenant, which uh, you know. Oh, me. thank God. That's thank a better, God, that's a better choice. But he said he uh, he regrets. Uh, yeah. Later, re- uh, expressed some regret, and I'm like, why? This is a shit film. Right, I, I believe like he's got the confidence to that he would have made this film better. I'm sure he would have. Um, yeah, this maybe. Guy, he's, flag, he's just like, just like. He's not even at least at least with like the likes of Killer Croc, Enchantress, and all the other. They have something visually interesting about them. This, this guy's guy just, just like a soldier in this like in this gang. Like, and he, his job is to like, you know, just threaten all these people to kill them. All yeah, the time. like um, for some reason, I don't know. I don't know if it's the fault of the actor, but 
the or the writing but this guy he's not believe it's not really believable that he could like hold these people in line you know he's not like i mean obviously amanda's meant to be the one you know behind it all but this guy is basically her standing for like the action and shit mm. doesn't like you know he doesn't like he's really not good at like um like he's got no presence yeah yeah he's got no authority compared to yeah. like if yeah amanda could have just been there with a the pistol and she'd have done a better job yeah you're right then this guy's supposed to be a colonel you know that's pretty that's like pretty big balls right like you know you, you must have achieved something to achieve that rank and there's nothing leader like about him he's just he's he's like a fucking wimp you know like i don't know just the least inspiring I, I don't know yeah and i think the writing i don't think the i mean yeah tom hardy would have definitely changed that um i don't think this actor is like a particularly amazing actor but uh so, you know i mean it's Suicide Squad, man. It's just this shit film. I just noticed the caption for it here. Look, worst heroes ever. Great. Yeah. Well, um, and also, there's a point. Um, the plot, like Amanda basically explains, revolves around, you know, the first, we got lucky with the first Superman, kind of. What if the next one's a terrorist or something? I'm like, none of these people could stop him anyway. Yeah, exactly. The point. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just fucking like, stupid. What's, what's Deadshot going to do? Shoot him a few times in the head. Yeah. You've got like, um, boomerang going to do fucking. The only one I kind of of yeah. these who I do believe would be able to have some kind of to Diablo um, is Enchantress. Actually, she's oh, obviously yeah. the most powerful of all these villains. But you know. Anyway, know. Uh, oh yeah, the the other terrible thing about Colonel Rick Flag is the fact that uh, he's in love with Enchantress, right? The, oh yeah, the, that's the only way. Amanda Waller, Waller's like, yeah, we uh, we uh, set them up to fall in love, and that's exactly what they did. And you know, yeah, because Enchantress kind of has like uh, dual identity almost. Because of course, of course, yeah. There's like, although they don't bother explaining the human aspect of her at all. So it's kind of like she's just there for, so that Colonel Rick Flag has someone to like be in love with. But it's just the least believable, like one-dimensional fucking. Um, I don't know, man. Like, you're trying to, like, ex you can't anyway, explore half of these people, man. So, we've met the majority of these, but it's not done yet. But anyway, we have a little break in. We have a little break here. So, it's like we thought, we think we've met everyone, but we actually haven't, which just makes it even worse when we do meet the rest. But um, anyway, then we get to the Pentagon, right? So, she's gone and she's pitched all these guys to these suits. Like, okay, we buy it. We're going to take it to the Pentagon now. Um, and she pulls out Enchantress out of a suitcase to demonstrate to these guys, yeah, and one of the guys, oh, don't touch me, don't touch me. It's like, oh, so shit. So yeah. bad, man. Um, oh, but yeah, again, it's, it's just, you know, Amanda Wallace just, have, uh, sorry, Waller having, like, great presence and great, you know, conviction in, in her in her um, role in this film, in, like, in this, in this suit in the Pentagon. You really do believe that she's, like, in front of these people and she's able to convince them that this is a, you know, it's just like, it's so well done. They really, she really does command the room that she's in, you know, and this is the yeah. fucking Pentagon, you know, like this. Yeah. Is... And she gets like, I think she gets Enchantress to be like, cause a lot of them are like, you know, like naysayers. And then she, she's like, oh yeah, can, yeah. yeah, can you retrieve this thing? And then brings back like some like secret nuclear documents from Iran mm. in like two seconds. And they're like, damn, we've been chasing yeah, this yeah, for years. Yeah. You know? That's true. Um, anyway, so uh amanda then so they get the third you know they get the thumbs up basically she gets the thumbs up from the government whatever so she goes to meet the crew like in oh. this prison 
Um, yeah. Part of this is uh, Will Smith, the gun range, much like I was. And I, um, yeah. And, I, uh, I, I can't remember exactly at what point this comes in her like meeting all the people, but there's a really there's a really funny line I found with uh, I think when she meets Harley, like Harley's like, "Are you the devil?" And then oh, just, yeah. Amanda's like like standing above her, like she's like, "Maybe," you know. Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean that it's like super cringe from Margaret Robbie, but that, again, Amanda Waller, she just saves the scene. He's like. Exactly. You know what? And and there's just this the only re- I don't know. They it's like the only thing they kind of put effort into with this film was her because the timing of it. There's like a little pause where you think like, is she gonna say yes? What's she gonna say? Like, well, she kind of clearly is, but and then she's like, maybe you're like, oh, it's so good, man. Um, you're right. It's fantastic. She meets Will Smith as well, who uh, at a gun range. She's like showing off his abilities. Um, yeah, they did, uh, one thing I noticed with this when he's shooting half the time they like blur the because uh, he did I think Will Smith did actually train like with with rifles and guns first but they're like blurring like his like uh, the like his shooting because I'm not entirely sure if it actually looks like he's aiming in the right spots to actually <laughs> directly yeah obviously no one would actually hit it like directly in the middle of the head every time but yeah um this yeah. this <laughs> May this is like the least shit use of uh, of uh, licensed music in this film as well because he's doing it to uh, Kanye West Black Skinhead you know which is like fucking awesome man so he's like shooting all this shit and then he makes a list of demands and <laughs> it's like yeah and uh, I want my daughter to go to college and if she has bad grades you can white people it yeah 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 uh, like, actually I'm not talking mean? to you I'm talking to her you know and like it's like okay um, yeah. well everyone knows she's the boss so. Yeah, but still, it's just like it's so bad, man. Yeah, um, but again, they're already like, I like shitting on Rick Flag first thing, you know. Like, yeah, Rick Flag, like, yeah, he's uh, just. You know who would have been even better than Rick Flag? That random guard that like Will Smith has like you know back and forth with, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. He's got more character. You yeah, know? he's he's like way more interesting, man. Give me a bit more. If you're gonna have some fucking soldier type there, get that guy in, man. He's like far more interesting, and we never see him again after this, pretty much. But mm, uh, you might do it at the very end. I don't know. I uh, yeah, maybe. he's he's like talking to him at the end or something. Yeah, like, so, yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Uh, anyway, so now we get to the Joker. This is like quite an infamous scene where it's like, oh yeah, we you know basically okay, Harley got uh, arrested, so we we're gonna go find her. We're gonna go break her out, whatever, and um. And he, you know, Jared lays back into his... Yeah, he's drawn like a moustache or something on his face, hasn't he? Sorry? I'm pretty sure he's drawn like a moustache on his face in this scene as well, or something along those lines. Yeah, something like that. And then (laughs) he just, yeah, he lays back in this circle of knives, like, oh, guys, I'm actually insane. So... I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, for the visual visual effect, it looks pretty good, especially that they're so, like, neatly aligned and so on. Yeah, but it's just... Yeah, but I mean, this isn't even like, oh, yes, like, it's like Zack Snyder, like, doing something for the trailer, man, like, where it does look cool. No, it looks fucking stupid, man. Yeah, well, I mean... It doesn't make sense. Can't pull out the Zack Snyder one in this film. Although he was, uh, I think he was involved in this. He was, like, a a producer. He was a producer, yeah, of course. But... Maybe that was definitely, probably one of his ideas he had. Uh, I don't think so, man. This is just, and it's so like unJoker as well. This, this is the funny thing because that's like, you know, they whoever's idea that was, really trying hard to like make it like a Joker thing, but that's actually the least Joker thing possible. I was joking, you know, 
like carefully arranged knives like in like concentric circles of three fucking lays or four whatever it is and then lay in the middle of it it's just fucking stupid man doesn't make any sense you know and if you contrast that to a scene like in uh batman 89 where joker's there and he's got he's got all of his um paper cuttings right and he's like you know and he's like throwing that everywhere and like quite kind of a similar shot and maybe that's like a little bit of homage to uh jack nixon's joker but um terrible though (laughs) yeah like the one with his ledger knives they're just laying they they lay out like i don't know six or seven of them in a line and it's like you know his finishing with this like you know like potato peeler knife you know (laughs) but that's not joker doing it that's like i know i know know. like that's that's the closest you get to something like this yeah this is way too many knives and it does harken back to yeah you want to know why he's a knife Etc. Etc. You want to know why he's a spatula, a butcher's knife? Uh, yeah. This kind you want of to know knife. why he's a pencil? Yeah. Most <laughs> of the time. Yeah. Most of the time, they never use. Like, he probably couldn't have gotten through all these knives in his lifetime, man. No, definitely not. Yeah. So what's he got? He's got a knife collection now. Like, I don't know. Oh, so edgy. Um, do we want to dwell a little bit on Jared Leto's joke? Because we've spoken about him, but we haven't really like addressed. You know, like. So Jared Leto is an actor, obviously. He's like, he's everywhere, man. <laughs> he's everywhere. He he he's like obviously a very talented actor in his versatility. Although I mean, obviously he's usually playing like disturbed characters. Um, oh yeah, this is just right for him. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, of course, like you know. So yeah, I mean, not really surprised. He he's someone that ended up playing the Joker, and obviously you know everyone knows. We're going to play, you've got a little game arranged for us later, right? For, uh, yeah, might do that at the very end. Just you know, before, before we get there, it's kind of like, you know, Jared Leto is obviously someone who takes his roles very seriously as an actor. He, he's a method actor and he's like, he does lots of interesting and out-of-the-box preparation for his roles. I was really, yeah, you know, which I'm, I'm, people I'm have like, probably heard of. Yeah, I'm well into my Blade Runner, as you know, as you know, and uh, he's obviously in Blade Runner 2049 and the character he plays and the and you know the preparation he went into doing um that performance uh, he's a very meticulous actor and he's he's an actor that's actually been around for a lot longer than people realize you know he was he was a uh, lead actor in Requiem for a Dream you know and that that, that was 20 years ago so yeah. i mean you know he's done uh, you know every role imaginable basically between now and then and, and obviously he's the joker in this very he's and he's just he's a polarizing actor in general let alone his performance of the joker um and i wrestle with myself even if i like his joker or not there are some things about it i think are very very good i mean the visual style i actually quite like of him personally because this is obviously a very different one i don't know about you minus the damage tattoo it's just about, yeah i think just about minus right. the tattoos yeah I, 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 think, I think even the rest of the tattoos, like the ha 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 one, is like you know, especially like you know that you know like the photo of him. It, it must have been a promotional photo, like where he's got his you know, yeah, like his hands on top of his head, like you know, like laughing. We'll like probably use like that, that thumbnail of this video actually. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, yeah, that's from like the Killing Joke. I'm pretty sure, like very like reminiscent, like of a particular panel. Um, but he, I mean, and also, I mean, I, I mean visually. Yeah, I love his hair. I love, you know, obviously he's like got the bleached skin, etc. Um, like his outfits. 
I will say. Yeah, yeah, his outfits are very dapper. Yeah, he's a, yeah. I'm I also just, like, yeah, if you just like take away, if you take away the tattoos and the grilled teeth, I think you've got. No, no, those aren't like grilled okay. teeth. Those are like repaired teeth because he's been like punched in the face by Batman so many times. Oh really? I mean, yeah, like because like realistically speaking, like they have like destroyed his teeth like the amount of times he's been punched by him and like you know well, course, thrown yeah, around by Ben I wasn't aware of that. That's repaired teeth, is it? You sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, because like they're not like consistently. It's not like a a grill like. Oh, um, okay. They're just like. Oh, I assumed it was a grill because he's like playing this fucking GTA's villain like gangster or whatever. But uh, okay, well that's 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 cool then if that's the case. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> it would be funny if they did this with like you know like uh like all the characters throughout time they just get progressively more crippled, <laughs> you know, including um, Batman himself. Like <laughs> like if you go out for a fight every night, you know. You're not coming back, like, you know, in, in good shape, are you? Hollywood seed, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, God, I mean, should we do this, like, should we do this, do this thing? Yeah, I want to say, I want to say that to the very end, because I'm, I'd quite like to, uh, like, uh, for those who don't know, obviously, um, I've collected here seven different uh, facts about uh, Heath Ledger's and uh, Jared Leto's Joker, and James is going to have to guess which is which. Um, but I want to say that to the very end because uh, okay, okay, we'll, we'll right, only get go. through this and then that can be a you know, character. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and the one thing also, um, I want to continue a little bit on about Jared Leto's Joker because yeah. apparently they filmed a lot more scenes with him. They've got like what they had a lot more footage of him, and he was when they originally cast him. I mean, when they um, when he was first, you know, obviously cast for this film, he kind of had a they must have sold him on like that his joke would be like you know a big part of the film like most people assumed but he's like got like eight minutes of screen time or something but he if you look at interviews with him before the film actually got released like he's talking about it like you know he's like a big part um because there's so much that they shot with him um, but by the end of it like you see interviews with him afterwards he just wants to like kill himself you know like oh, and he's like he's like oh yeah i hope he reappears in like you know another one if not, I'm just gonna go in a cave and die, you know, or something. Was that uh, an actual quote? It's very, it's very close. I'm just gonna go off and live in a cave somewhere, you know. Yeah, yeah I feel I'm bad for Jared Leto, man. Can you imagine how he he must have been, you know, because everyone's like, everyone criticizes. I'm sure no one was more disappointed than he was himself, like having watched this film, you know. Yeah, because like as well, like you know. Later on in a nightmare scene in like Justice League. Yeah, yeah. He does. He like it's it's probably the writing that mainly failed him. I mean, I mean he does you know questionable method acting, but you know we can maybe let that slide or whatever. But he um, yeah, I don't know. Like there was just there's just all this stuff that's missing with him, and I feel like it could have been pretty good. Like especially interactions with Batman or you know that extended car chase scene or there's like. Yeah. I've seen like some footage of him in like Tales on a Boat or something, but it's not in the film, so I don't know. Oh, right. Like, like he, it feels like he was lied to or something. Um, yeah, obviously. Because everyone else, like... everyone else assumes that he'd be a big part of the film too, but he's just not. Yeah, this is. Uh, I feel like yeah, Jared Leto got a really raw deal, like like Ben Affleck as well. They both got really, like really raw deals when it came to to this kind of Snyderverse, DC, extended universe, whatever you want to call it's this. Like, why would you, he's like, why would you cast someone who, like, you know is, like, insane, like, crazy about their roles, but you don't bother using him? Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's we'll a real know, shame. Because, yeah. yeah, Jared Leto, he, he puts so much effort into his roles. And, listen, you know, 
he's he's still at the end of the day, regardless of that. Doesn't just because you put a lot of effort doesn't mean you're you're a good actor, right? It yeah, doesn't mean true. like you're necessarily. Um, obviously, I, I, I'd say I'm a fan of Jared Leto from from what I've seen from him. I, I, I'm a fan of his. Yeah, his, Paul his, Allen his, in uh, America. You know, I, I like what he does, and actually, you know, if I contrast this to to um, Blade Runner 2049, which is also a film where he's like. He's not in it much. He's he he not he's not cameo, but he's in it for about I think he's got about twelve minutes of screen time as well, right? More than, more than Joker. So in that sense, it's comparable to to Suicide Squad and the role he plays here, because he plays a very important pivotal character in within the film, but he's used very sparingly. Okay. Yeah. Now, Suicide Squad and Blade Runner twenty forty nine are like day and night when it comes to writing, you know, and um. The what, what and when you see that film and you have Jared Leto there and he's, you know, he's surrounded by exceptional um, actors and he's got a real script, he's got real character that's like fleshed out and he's able to deliver what he wants to do and you can see the results of his preparation um, when when he's when he's delivering his performance because you know he he puts so much effort into it and you want to be able to see the results of that so. When he has the chance, he's very good at doing that. He's a very capable actor. This is why he's an Oscar winner as well. So, yeah. you know, in that sense, he, he's like he's 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 when he when he's given the chance, he's obviously fantastic. The problem with Suicide Squad is it's just a mishmash of like like just so many terrible factors and influences. And I think he was the biggest loser of all of it, the biggest victim of that. He just, yeah, he you know, nice it, this, this film damaged his reputation a lot as an actor in general. I mean, maybe not within um, Hollywood, but certainly I think when now you say Jared Leto to a lot of people. Yeah, it's like a joke, especially in Morbius yeah. as well now. Like, I Yeah, mean, unfortunately all... most people just know him as, you know, yeah, that, that shit bad joker, joker, which is yeah. unfair. And like you say, at least he come, he's in um, Justice League um the the yeah, side of cut nuts. and you get to see like oh okay like it, it, you, there's a lot of redemption there fortunately um for us as fans to be honest but uh although still, yeah. there is one thing you can't redeem about him that i just remembered because it like haunted me his laugh man oh his laugh yeah. sucks man i hated it oh yeah his laugh is terrible it's I, not even I, a proper I, laugh it's just like him going yeah ah, i know ah. it's like shut the fuck up man yeah, man, it's, his laugh is the worst, man. Um, and, and also, I mean, not to dwell on shitting on his laugh too much because there's been a lot said about that. I mean, everything's okay. been said about it. Do you yeah. want to know who they who they were first who they first sought out for the role of the Joker? Gone. Ryan Gosling. Oh no way! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I when I read that too, I was like, what the fuck? Like, this has got to be fake. But. Wow. The reason why the reason why uh, Gosling rejected it was because he didn't want to sign on to like a multi-film deal like that is Yeah, okay. Happen, which is fair enough. I mean, you know, he probably wouldn't have been in Blade Runner 2049 if that was the case. Well, but. Ryan Gosling, he's like he's an, he's an exceptional actor especially when it comes to like choosing his roles and like his career yeah. choices. I think he's someone that like thinks very carefully before he signs on and maybe had a chat with Ben Affleck. Yeah, <laughs> before maybe. Or something. maybe he did. I mean, um, I can't uh, really... I, I Ryan Gosling's just got to be one of those actors. That I just, I just hope he avoids fucking superhero films in general, man. It's just, it would be kind of a little bit of a, a slur to his, to his ability as an actor. But yeah. I think he, he, he knows best. He, I mean, if he, if he decides to cash in and join the MCU, MCU, sorry, then 
you know, good luck to him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, I uh, couldn't really imagine him as Joker, to be fair, but... Like, yeah, I mean, if you dwell on that for a moment, I mean, you think about all the actors that nearly played the Joker, you know? The, yeah, the one true, I think tried to play the Joker at some point. If there's one actor I always wanted to see play the Joker, it would have been uh, David Bowie, you know? That would have been, like... I would, I'd love to have seen that. Obviously, you know, unfortunately, we never will because David Bowie sadly passed away yeah. a few years ago. But uh, I mean, I mean, Jared Leto was partially inspired by David Bowie for this. I mean, yeah, I mean, so. uh, anyway, I don't want to harp on about David Bowie. <laughs> Otherwise, this will be a very long episode. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, We've already gone on enough about Jared Leto. So. Jared Leto, yeah. Uh, yeah talk about the actual film. We'll come there, back you know. to later anyway, right? Yeah. Uh, and although we do have, um, this is followed up by another scene with him where um, they have like they capture. I think is it that same guard who was with Will Smith earlier, and um, they have like you know they he kind of like you know he's like in this room and he's like what the fuck am I doing here? And then Joker walks in, and you do have a little bit. This is possibly like the only real moment where you get uh, the Joker being able to display a little bit of presence. And authority, you know, he walks in this room and then it's like, oh shit, you know, this is why I'm here, you know, and and then he sits on the guy's lap and sort of uh, does. It, it kind of reminded me of uh, Silver from yeah, uh, Skyfall. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, too. but uh, like we, this is the thing. Uh, I I remember watching this interrogation scene and I was writing in my notes, yeah, this interrogation of this dude is actually all right. And then I like this is I paused it to write this, and then Jared Leto showed up and I was like, until Jared Leto shows up because. I don't know, like, his fucking, his, like, dialogue, his, like, uh, like, words in this just, really, like, I don't know, I didn't like him, where he's like, blah, 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 and then sits on this guy's lap, and he's like, yeah, um, yeah, so are you going to do this or not? And it's like, I That's funny, like I'm kind of the opposite, I, I actually, I, I thought this is, like, quite a good part, you know, he's, like, kissing the ring and stuff, you know? And this is like, this is like, an, uh, you know, this is where the joke is like, he shows some presence, he shows his like insanity, he's like unnerving, unpredictable. Um, not in maybe the truest sense, like a Jack Nicholson Joker, but uh, nevertheless, I think it was still you never like. You want to credit Heath Ledger for anything, do you? <laughs> you know, because Heath Ledger doesn't do like really unpredictable things, does he? He's, he's like, yeah, seen, you know, he plans everything out. That's not really. Um, yeah, true, but still. Well, you know, when I think of like a true Joker performance in terms of like being, um, being being accurate and everything, uh, or true to the comics, whatever, in the the style of like Joker being like an insane, unpredictable madman, which is what he is. He's like he's like he's he's scheming, but he's also, you know, s subject to his own insanity. Basically, yeah, that's, that's what Jack Nicholson nailed. So that's why I would, you know, Jared Leto. Do you think? Do you think Jared Leto gets that a bit in this? Like he's kind of unpredictable. Well, not no, not 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 that much. Yeah, I mean, um, you don't get to see him much, but still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't. But I think what you do get to see is more of the Joker's like psychological edge, especially with the scene with Harley Quinn, which we'll get to later. But the way he's able to mani manipulate her, and um, you just see kind of people that aren't Batman interacting with him, which you don't really get much. We've we don't really well we do, but you know, I think that's quite interesting. And it, and obviously Jared Leto goes. He explore he well, he's trying to explore a dimension of or, or a portrayal of the Joker that we haven't seen before. He's trying to put his own stamp on it, which I respect. Does it work? No. Is that his fault? Partially, but also no. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, anyway, 
Yeah. It's just like the wrap up, and we finally see Amanda's plan in action. No, we get. <laughs> we get like we get. I've, I just looked down at my notes to see what's next. I just I'm just like oh. In, the Enchantress meets her brother. That's what I've got. Oh, really. yeah, yeah, because, like, yeah, fucking... <laughs> I don't know what Amanda's plan was with this, because, like, yeah, she could just dip and leave, you know. Although maybe she didn't know the Enchantress was her brother. Who knows? Fuck if I know, mate. Enchantress meets her brother, basically, and um, basically they begin a subway attack, right? They have, like, they fucking... I don't really... Whatever. Yeah, then, she um... Rick Flag for the fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like dumbest shit, man. Anyway, so then um, we get what have I written here? Oh yeah, Joker does the easiest break in ever. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking van goes up to yeah. like the security checkpoint, and they're like, "Oh yeah, sorry, you can't come in." They're like, "Can we leave a gift?" And it's like, "It's yeah. a fucking van, man." Does this look like it's you know For a fucking a gift? prison? Like you know, yeah, like oh yeah, sure thing, mate. God, can I just leave this uh, unmarked box here, please? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, well, yeah. This giant why, why, is, why is it ticking? Oh, no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, All right, on your way. Okay, you yeah. might as well have just shot the like the guards at the post and then just drive through the doors. Or something. You're right. This really is like Joel Schumacher-esque fucking security, isn't it, man? This is terrible. Oh, man. Oh, well. But anyway, so, yeah, the Joker performs the easiest break-in ever. Um, in the meantime, the members of the Suicide Squad have been chipped with this, like, bomb slash tracker in their neck um harley quinn is like you know they're obviously strapped to like wheelchairs and uh um i can't remember what you call them but you know the like hannibal lecter fucking trolley whatever you want to call it the 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 in the straight jackets shit but anyway she's uh anyway she's texting the joker one-handed and everyone's fine that's just fine yeah, she's just got a phone on her, like... Yeah, and, and, uh, no it's, it's 2016, she's got a brick phone, man. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I understand, yeah, well, obviously, it's like, she's in prison, but still, like, why Why she got this phone? Why she got the Joker's number on it? Why is no one, like, doing anything about it? Yeah. But... And, and more practically speaking, how is she able to text like that as well, and, like, see what she's doing? Yeah, and... This is this is an unveiling, you know, never seen before, you know, Harley uh, with telekinesis can interact with phones without using her hands. Yeah, this is, like, the worst, man. So, anyway, now we have uh, possibly the worst scene in the film, I would say, is when... Sorry? Is it where they're playing Seven Nation Army? Uh, I think so. But it's not the the license, the worst license music in in, in this scene alone. Um, Because you have the Suicide Squad are assembled, right? In this, like, camp, whatever. Military camp. Um... We get a random uh, villain called Slipknot in there as well. He just shows up. He's like, oh, yeah, we forgot earlier. There's this guy yeah, as well. Slipknot. Slipknot is, man. Yeah, we're not going to focus on him too much because he dies immediately. This is but, the funny uh, thing because I thought going into this film, I thought Captain Boomerang was the one that died. And then Slipknot and Captain Boomerang both have like the fucking personality of, you know, like a wet sock. So yeah. I was like, I was hoping, I was like looking at this, hoping Captain Boomerang would die. And I was like, this guy got <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, this no, guy gets blown up, not yeah. Captain Boomerang. Fuck. I wasn't aware that you mentioned so Captain Boomerang's a Flash villain. I wasn't aware of that. That's really interesting. So, are any of these other? Do you know if any of these others aren't um, specifically Batman villains? Then. God, I've got no idea, man. Because like, honestly, I, I mean, if I'm honest, I'd never heard of El Diablo. 
never heard of Enchantress. I never heard of Katana. I think Enchantress is, is just a like a generally a DC, DC villain, not like okay. specifically one for. A I think Enchantress rang a bell, but I mean, you know, whatever. Fuck these guys, man. Oh man, you um, get like you get like Harley Quinn saying like, "Oh, what's that? I should kill everyone." Oh, sorry, yeah. just the voices, you know? And I'm like, wow. Only joking. The voices didn't say that. Ha, fucking ha. But Great. there was... Oh, man, there's one There's one line in this scene that I thought, like, it's probably my favourite line in the whole film. Cool. Where, like, um, I think it was Rick Flagg or some soldier gets up, like, like a fucking iPad shows it to them saying, behold the voice of God. And then, like, oh, yeah. she comes up on the screen. Yeah, that was quite good. Amanda fucking Waller, man. Love her. Yeah, they read out the rules to these guys, like, oh, if you fucking fart, you die. Um, so yeah, then... You can't run, so on so forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they give them, like, the boxes with all their costumes and gear in it, like, okay, get what you need. So, and it's, it's just fucking cringe, man, you know? But then like... you, get the worst, you get the worst line of this film, I think, where I thought this is originally from, like, a fucking... Like, I thought, the, I thought this sort of, like, line template was from Marvel, but no, it's from this fucking film where Will Smith says... What are we, some kind of suicide squad? Oh, oh, so bad. Oh, oh it's the worst fuck. But you know what? That wasn't even the line I was expecting to say because there's a there's bit of so like, things in this. Yeah, there's like an equally bad line. I was expecting you to say this one where he goes, um, Can you say that in English for those of us who don't speak good guy? Like, oh. so but, I, I want to get the. I want to find the writer of this film. Of they like. Oh, yeah, I want to fucking lynch him, man. What the fuck? I mean, you know, Will Smith, man. I mean, whatever you think of him as an actor or whatever, like. But you know, you you can only deal with you know. I mean, I can only deal with so much. You only work with what you've got, right? And this is like really like bottom tier fucking. This is the most cringe, worst fucking. This film did not deserve to do well in the box office, man. Um. Yeah, those two, and then yeah, what are we? Some kind of Suicide Squad? Yeah, like, oh great. Why? Why like, would you write that? It's like it's like this film's taking the piss out of itself. Like, yeah, it's, it's like not Harry Um, and also I wanted to add that this is the worst probably use of licensed music in this film, where it's like you have the real Slim Shady. So when they're all getting suited yeah. up, then they have the oh, real Slim Shady music. It's like like a why. Oh, oh, it's just relentless, relentless cringe, man, in this whole fucking opening half an hour, man. Doesn't doesn't give you a moment to fucking breathe, man, apart yeah. from Ben Affleck. One thing I will say as well, though, um, that I think you might uh, you might have gotten as a reference, Harley's bat, right, that she uses, that's from the Arkham games, isn't it? At least it's like a reference to it, like her, you know, her baseball bat, right? Apparently it's a... Oh, uh, I didn't clock that, but yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, I guess it is, yeah, now that you mention it, yeah. Must be first time you see a direct like Arkham uh, Arkham Games reference, you know. No, there was shit ton in fucking Batman vs Superman. I know, I know, I know, but this is like a like a very overt one. Like, yeah, are, like you, there probably are, but you don't know for sure. Yeah, um, this is like no coincidence for sure. I don't know if I want to talk about Harley Quinn's costume. I think better not. Less <laughs> about it, the better. Katana, yeah. Oh, yeah. So as they're getting on the as they're getting on the planes, Joy, Katana just jumps on as well. Like, oh yeah, her sword trap souls. Just in case you were wondering, yeah, you <laughs> you get know, like two second backstory from her, like you know, flashback in some like rainy alley. I killed Fuck. this dude. Woeful man. And this is a shame because Katana's someone that I've never heard of, but it sounds quite compelling. Like, sounds like quite interesting. Like, this is like some kind of fucking 
Kill Bill fucking uh, Quentin Tarantino shit, man. You know, it's like some fucking ninja that's like, you know, whose husband got killed and now she's on like war path with a sword that traps souls. That sounds fucking cool, man. That's like, there's so much to explore there. And they're just like, just like throw away line like, oh yeah, yeah, there's a ninja. Yeah, her line, her sword traps souls, you know, like, yeah, oh really? Like, oh, cool. she can kill like, all Wait, of you. what? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's also like, oh yeah, she can kill all of you. I'm like, oh, as if the bombs you have aren't enough, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, so hang on a minute. So is Katana? Oh, so she's not criminal. She's like with the establishment. No, no, she's help. She's on their side, not with like you know the criminals. She's like another oh. failsafe. Oh, okay. Down, you know, so on and so forth. Because she's not really a bad sure. person in this. Oh, okay. I don't understand why they put her as a you know backup. Like I said, because they all. Already- oh, yeah, they just throw her in there, man. Like, oh yeah. By the way, she, you know, like- yeah, you won't remember half of these people. Hopefully, you'll remember this one. You know. Anyway, I think I think at this point we've met everyone now. So let's just tighten that up here. Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Amanda Waller, Captain Boomerang, El Diablo, Killer Croc, Enchantress, Rick Flag, Slipknot, Katana. That's ten brand new fucking characters. All of whom, apart from Amanda Waller, are shit. So that's great. Good start. Um, yeah. Maybe we can Man, even rank Man's them in, have, like, in order of how bad they are. <laughs> you know? Do you want to do a very quick like who, who's who's like quick ranking of like good to good who's best? The, to who's worst. the best or worst man? Amanda like, Waller, like, obviously the best. Who's the best other than Amanda Waller out of them? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's either got to be. I mean, we're not including. Oh, Joker. I actually forgot Joker as well. Eleven. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. yeah well, Joker's in it for two seconds anyway. Uh, Joker or it's either I'd say either Joker or El Diablo. I'm put Joker second, man. But yeah, El Diablo is like the least shit because at least he's kind of like he's yeah, not he's, over he's, the top. That's yeah, the thing. He's That's not the like only taking thing. the piss out of himself. He's not like oh, yeah. Right, I'm I'm in such a quirky film. I've got quirky lines. Yeah, he's like he's gonna. He's like yeah. He's actually a tortured man because he killed his family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. He's like he doesn't fit in basically. Yeah, he's like he's really low key. He's like he's he's quite subtle, even though he's like yeah, homie, dog, whatever. But he's like, you know, there's there's actually this this act is like, powers, you know, yeah, he's like okay. I mean, um, then you got. I mean, but his power is stupid, man. The fucking fire bullshit, man. Like, what's that? He's like satanic or something. I don't really understand. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, his his backstory is cool as fuck. To be fair, and uh, but yeah, he's like yeah, he okay. So he's like third. And then I think we're just getting into, like, who's the least shit out of the rest. I mean, I like, I mean, Harley's, like, less, like the like the dyed hair and everything. The, the makeup is pretty good. I want to put, I, you know, I just want to put Slipknot fourth because he gets <laughs> killed. Yeah, he get, he's like the, the love affair in uh, in Batman and Robin. He's 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 like highly ranked because he's he does nothing. And that's still better than yeah, being shit. Do, like, yeah, exactly. So I, I just want to nominate Slipknot as fourth out of these. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got Harley's got the well, Harley. She's got the look nailed, kind of minus the outfit. No, but, she doesn't have the look nailed really, but I still give at least she's like, you kind of believe she's insane, and you just like, yeah, true. she does that kind of well. Bit bit too much, but it's like okay, yeah, we'll, we'll roll with that one. Everyone else you could put in any fucking order. I mean, okay, you- who's the worst then? The one I wanted to see killed most was Captain Boomerang. I just hate him. Yeah. If if I, I could, like, if, they if, I, if I had the fucking detonate button, but I could only use it on one person, it'd be Captain Boomerang every time. 
Do you hate Rick Flag? That's a good shout. I don't know. I'd be very tempted to use it. I mean, I know he doesn't have one, but on um, Rick Flag. Yeah. This character's fucking terrible, man. <laughs> Most of them are. Oh, man. Yeah, but th- those two are like bottom two, I think. God, I don't even want to dwell on it. I mean, like, yeah, let's let's move on, man. Um, yeah, what anyway, afterwards. Mm. Uh, oh, they survive a helijet crash. Yeah. Apparently, that I'm pretty sure that scene was filmed last, so they didn't get you know injuries for the rest of the shooting. But like. Well, they didn't get injuries full stop. They yeah, fly, they're in a so fucking helicopter, dumb. which is fucking rolls exploded like in midair. Just like a Casino Royale Aston Martin D, uh, DBS fucking barrel roll across the fucking streets and shit, crashing, blowing up and shit, man. They all, every single one of them walks out without a scratch. Yeah, it's like you, they could have at least been like, oh, fuck, like, yeah, this job's shit or something. I don't know. Like, I think they, they, even, they even have a line or something where it's like, oh, that was uh, Bumpy, right? Or something like that. Yeah, that was Harley, man. She just jumps out yeah. and skipping a hop, you know, out of the wreckage. It's like, fuck is this, man? That is like the worst thing I've ever seen. What the you wouldn't fuck? Even, even in like, this probably wouldn't even happen in like the fucking Batman and Robin, you know? No, this this is like just, 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 just parody. This is just parody. It's just parody. This is like some, oh. some like next level satire, man. I don't even know. Uh, and one of the things I also hated that happens in this film a lot is like it doesn't even stick with being like a parody of itself or like being comedic and lighthearted. Yeah. Because then suddenly, you know, the music shifts and then it's like all dark for a second. You're oh. meant to be building tension. It's like you can't do that. You can't flip flop like this. No, it's so, so bad, man. I hate this fucking film. Um, the next thing that happens is. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Slipknot and uh, Captain Boomerang. They're like, yeah, let's let's fucking escape. Yeah, these bombs are bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have this why short-lived they, escape, which they like, like so they wouldn't release you from prison, and they injected so you. Bad. Slipknot like shoots off a grapple, like starts hovering up, and then just dies. Man, it's like the most embarrassing shit death of all time, man. Yeah, I wish it was Cats and Boomerang as well. I, I keep saying it by fucking... Yeah, I wouldn't... Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, these Slipknot was like... I mean, he's, he, they just didn't bother with him. So they're like, I don't even know if I wanted this guy. I didn't know if this guy was going to be shot or not. Probably was, but... We never even found... He's just there to demonstrate the fact that the bombs are real. That's literally it. <laughs> yeah, like they the met, like, they also met Amanda. They know she probably would kill them if she got a chance. Yeah. I don't know why they even bothered giving him a name, man. It's just like, oh, yeah... Just to show you this is real, bang, you know, it's just so terrible, man. They could have knocked off any of the other characters, like, you know, yeah, they man. already had. Anyway, um, then we have uh, this kind of, the first bit of action in this film, really, with, uh, you have this kind of, like, zombie fight, I guess, I don't really know what else to call them, but zombies. Maybe zombies, the resurrected people, I don't know. They are basically zombies, right, I mean, more or less. And um, that's how I'm going to refer to them for the rest of this film. And, uh, yeah, you know, obviously questionable how, what actually kills them, though, because, you know, you've got all these fucking weapons that Deadshot is using, and then you've got just Harley Quinn swinging a baseball bat around and, like, decimates them with that, so. Yeah, that's very questionable. Yeah, so they're, like, tailored to each, you know, hero's or villain's fucking... Yeah, 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 exactly. Arsenal. So fucking bad, man. You've got, um... 
Rick Flag, who's like taken down like a sack of potatoes, man, being carried away by these zombies. So they're like, oh yeah, we have to save him, man. Um, which they do. He's it's just like embarrassing. He's just an embarrassing character, man. How's this guy fucking Colonel, man? How did he ascend to that fucking rank? You know, it's just just the least convincing fucking yeah, thing. Man, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and Tom Hardy, I'm sure he wouldn't have let himself get carried off like that, you know. But yeah, anyway, exactly. he'd have fucking fought the writer first. Yeah, we get um, we get to have a look at Captain Boomerang's pinky toy. Just so bad, man. Yeah, we, you get, have like, to be reminded, you know. Yeah. Yep. Um, we've got Deadshot has like a little kind of just shows off his shooting abilities. That bit's all right. I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, but that's kind of cool. The only time they showcased it was in the shooting range part, but no, yeah. you actually get to see it. Like, because everyone, it is is kind of funny because like everyone's like he's killing them all so fast that everyone just kind of stood there looking at him. Like, that's yeah, cool. yeah, that was very cool. Actually, to be fair. Um. Anyway. Uh, we actually get to see how these zombies are being uh, created, and it's done by Enchantress fucking just <laughs> fucking, uh, you know, like tonguing like random people off the street and like recruiting them like that. So, yeah, it's, I don't understand it because it's like, I don't know why they have felt the need to make her do that instead of just using a magic spell. Because yeah. if, if this was her brother doing it instead, they wouldn't make him make out with them. It's just they? fucking humiliating. It's just terrible, man. Like, that does not add anything to the thing. It's just not... Yeah, it's just like, oh, okay. What what am I supposed to take away from that? It's just terrible, man. Um, oh, yeah. As they're walking along the street, we get uh, Harley Quinn smashing a window, robbing something, goes, we're bad guys. It's what we do. Oh, man. I, couldn't, I actually couldn't note down how many fucking bad lines there are in this because I wanted to forget them. That's right up there. But there's so many. There's far from the last of them, man. Uh, anyway, now we kind of, we get a little, oh yeah, and she looks at something and then has a flashback, right? And, um, oh yeah, she sees a motorbike and then she's like, that reminds her of the other motorbike when she the went. The other time when she was on a motorbike trying to yeah. like, Hey, there's a motorbike attention. there. You know, that reminds me of this other motorbike. And um, it's just like a terrible segue into this kind of um, flashback she has where she's, uh, well, where she like goes after the Joker who like, you know, used her to escape from Arkham and then doesn't want to know her. So she's like proving that she's like, she's, she's about it. To him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just like. Yeah. It's like, it feels like, cause yeah, he's like, oh, I'm just not, I'm not someone who's loved. I'm like an idea or something yeah like and like uh he shoots like a, a random trucker who you know he's blocking the path of because he's fucking stopped his car in the middle of the road and he gets the gun like this is like no, a, she shoots I, him yeah well yeah when i saw this yeah he shoots that guy but no no, no she shoots him yeah but she doesn't oh, yeah, she doesn't actually shoot oh yeah she shoots that guy says so sorry yeah but then he does like the B Tech version of, you know, Joker and Harvey Dent in the fucking in the Dark Knight, where like he puts the gun up against his head and he's like, Oh yeah, do it, like do it, do it, do it. And it's like, why? Like, and there's no like I now understand, like, I, I don't get what the point of this is. I mean, yeah, okay, he's crazy. Like, you can't use it as a fucking bailout for everything, can you? Yeah. Uh, I think of wanna die? I don't think so. I think of all the Jared Later Joker scenes, I think this is probably the worst one. Um, this is where it's just like blatant trying to be Heath Ledger or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I know he's not, but 
I think subconsciously he must have like just just been so inspired by that performance, understandably so. He must have been so inspired by that, and he probably just like and before he was even cast as the Joker, he, I, I can imagine an actor like him was so captivated by Heath Ledger's performance that probably like you know inspired yeah. him a lot. And even if he wanted to avoid being like Heath Ledger, he just probably had so much inspiration from that. Mind. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, who can blame him? To be fair, but still. Yeah, and for someone like Jared, like, I, 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 I don't know, like, if he, if he ever met Heath Ledger, if they had any kind of like, whatever. But um, you know, I'm sure they'd go on like a shit house on fire, you know. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, probably would have been like, oh yeah, I method acted like this. Oh, I, yeah, I screamed, you know, different laughs in you. Well, this is gonna tie into our game later on, Lesser or Ledger, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can you tell the difference? But anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. after this, like. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's all we have to say about that scene. Um, so now they're like, uh, they're oh yeah, their to... current mission is to rescue. Yeah, uh, they have to rescue a VIP person. from this building, so they ascend the building. Um, yeah, they're meant to do it quietly, and then Harley goes up the lift really loudly. You know, just so quirky. quirky. Yeah, man. And I, uh, yeah, I have my notes here, just as Harley dies in the elevator twice. <laughs> yeah, totally would, man. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just like she like fights off these people, like it's like these monsters and so on. Like when they, it's like it's like you know when you watch a film, uh, where you know like like for example in the Dark Knight Rises where Batman is like fighting people and there's like basically two people like idling in the background with guns. Yeah. These like they're not there to ki- like kill. They're just there to be there for her to punch because like like they could have easily just you know like snapped her neck or something or something like that. But they just you know. They're like one of them holds her while the other one fights. So I don't know. It's in such a close space as well. You can't really use a baseball bat. Can you? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, anyway, um, it, it never sells that like that these things are an actual threat. Because yeah, 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 yeah. They they get into another kind of shootout with these zombies, and then um, obviously so far El Diablo's done nothing. He's like refusing to fight. Basically, he's just yeah. he's just vibing there. You know. Um, but Deadshot confronts him and he's like, oh, listen, brother, you know, like fucking, you know, you need to fight. He basically like winds him up into, into, and this is just so like weak, man. It's like, I don't, I can't really decide if this is to use it anyway. They could have just shot them all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is like, bullets? Probably not. If you're being generous, this is like a good character development moment, but yeah. Cause he actually uses powers. Yeah. But it's just like, it's done in such a weak way. It's like, it's kind of like, wow, you know, this guy's like, you believe that this guy's really strong willed, you know, he's like very sure of himself and he's like, he's, you know, refusing to tap into these powers again, but he's just, just gets into like a little back and forth with Will Smith. And that's all it takes for him to just, you know, use his powers. I don't know if it's cause he's in a high pressure situation or whatever, but I still, I think like, you know, uh, again, I, don't, I think this is just down to poor writing, but, you know, it's cool that he does that, but the way he's, like, you know, yeah, it's not, pushed it's into not doing like it could have been done. I'm sure it could have been done better. Scene, I feel. Sorry? It's not like a satisfying scene. No, yeah, when exactly. he finally uses it, it's, like, so, like, dramatic and so on, like, you know, it's, like, burning the whole building, but it's, like... Yeah. It's, there's, like, it's not like... It's not like there was any real danger that necessitated yeah. him to having to use it. But, like, yeah. I guess if... The writers probably got to this point. They were like, 
oh, well, if they're all being swarmed by them and he has to do something, then he can't use it because he'll burn them alive anyway. But to be fair, given how invincible they are anyway from, you know, fucking helijet crash, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. Does you know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know why they didn't go this down. I mean, it wouldn't have made a big difference to the fucking quality of this film anyway, but something would have just made it slightly more sense is that El Diablo doesn't use his fire ability to the abilities until the final showdown, uh, that boss fight he basically Yeah, had. true. That's a good you know, point. If it's at that moment, he's like, yeah, um, you know, he does that fucking terrible line we'll get to later, which I open with, but, you know, and then he goes, yeah, I'm going to, now I'm going to use it, you know, like, that would have been yeah, really fucking yeah, cool. That would have been, like, pretty epic, man, you know? You'd be like, oh, shit, that's, like, that's really good. <sighs> but he just wastes it on this, like, irrelevant scene. It's like, oh, great. It just serves absolutely no purpose at all, which is a shame. Um, Harley, anyway, so then they're like walking up some stairs and Harley looks down the yeah, stairs and remembers another time she looked down off her tall surface, which oh. was, um, uh, now this is Comic maybe the, the highlight of the, of what the Joker does in this whole film, because although it's like, it ends terribly, but I don't know. It's like, yeah, if, it, I, I really like this scene, like in a, in a purest sense, because you know, it's like you have the whole vat of chemicals, the acid and shit, and like, and it just, without showing Joker's origin story, it shows you it, you know, it's like, this is what, this is clearly what he did, and now he's like... Yeah, it's like an initiation almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like saying, well, okay, well, if you're about, would you die for me? Yes. Would you live for me? And it's like, yes. And then like, okay, go on then, you know. Yeah, just pushes um, her in, and he's like... Right. Does he, or does she like fall of her own accord? I'm pretty sure he pushes her in, because like, um, in the... I don't know. No, I'm I'm pretty sure he pushes her in, because like, <laughs> it's um, I mean, it's not entirely clear what his intentions are, because like, uh, the, there is a novelization of this book of this film that exists for some reason, and it's like Joker's sort of thinking, oh, I got rid of her now, but then he's like has pissed oh, her really? and jumps in after her. I mean, don't know if that's what they were originally going with with this film. But um, the only the only thing I had to write about this in my notes was uh, Joker and Harley both have cholera now. But yeah, for sure, man. I was gonna say like that's what ruins the scene at the end. They like he jumps in, then they like they're yeah, kissing. Like not. there's like whatever that shit is. Presumably, what I assumed from this scene was that you know it's basically this is what I went through to become the Joker. This is what you've got to go through to become my lover or my partner, or whatever, right? That's what I took from it. That's what he fell in. Maybe not that exact same factory, but maybe, maybe he took, maybe he took her back to where it all began for him. Very possibly. Yeah. You know, I, I like to think it's like he went through like a, a Batman '89 origin story, effectively, and you know, minus the bullet through both cheeks. Yeah. Um. But you know, and then he went back to that same, you know, chemical plant and was like, okay, well. Now it's your turn, basically. If you're about it, then this is how you're going to do it. This is how you're going to be like me or whatever, I guess. And, you know, she does. I think she just, they fall from like a surface which is a little bit too high for me to go like, okay, they, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they survived it. Hey, but listen, they survived the fucking helicopter crash. But, yeah, you, know. you don't understand, James. The The reason why it has to be so high is because she's looking down a stairwell and obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. So he jumps in after her, which I think is a cool moment. Um, 
And that's where you get the joke of madness. This is where it's like something unpredictable about him. He was just like, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to go as well, you know. Even though he's probably been through that experience. And I would assume normally that would be like extremely painful, whatever, you know. Your probably skin is burning and shit, whatever. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I've never done it. But, um, but yeah, I, I, the problem is this is like quite a, a, a very interesting and powerful scene. But it's just ruined by the end of it where they're just making out in this whatever yeah, that is they're like making i don't think they're following they're inducing whatever fucking chemicals are in that fucking vat so well you know to be fair imagine if they went with like a batman v superman thing where like yeah joker starts rising out of the acid you know yeah fucking hell <laughs> just imagine they could have made it worse yeah it's actually reminding me of a rick and morty episode as well where they like <laughs> they jump into that of a vat of something and they're just sat there until like you know and anyway it doesn't matter if you're a Rick and Morty fan then uh anyway then you've got um okay so then you've got like the kind of plot twist in this film which is you know they go to the top of this building yeah uh they enter this room I well think actually Rick, Rick Flag enters, enters it yeah Rick Flag enters it and then Deadshot also does like he just lets himself in and it's like oh now and then, yeah, they, they, it turns out Amanda's there the whole time. This is all, like, set up so that she can basically get her personal team to save her in the name of, like, also being a training exercise, whatever, I guess. I don't know. And um, and then she kills her whole team there, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, so, I know it is, it is kind of dumb, but I guess they didn't have the clearance for to know about all this stuff, given that, you know, there was this random terrorist attack that happened because of the the enchantress and so on. No, people uh-huh, aren't okay. about this. Okay, that makes sense. Says, yeah, because I always thought it's like super necessary for her to do that, other than just reinforce the fact she's like a bitch. You know, like she is killing all the. No, she. Um, no, she says like, oh, they didn't have the clearance, so on and so forth. Yeah, and but that's know, just like I think that's just a lazy explanation. You know, it's like I know, I know, but it's like it's one of those things where like the scene, it she does it in such a cool way that you know you. Don't yeah, know. true. She's just like, and I, I didn't, I forgot that this had happened because I was paying attention the first okay. time I watched it. But then when she just starts like shooting everyone in the office, I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah I think like, even uh, even um, Will Smith has like a terrible line where he says something like, oh, that's one mean lady or something like that, you know. Um, but still, yeah, I mean, what, what, what did you think of it? It's like, okay, this is kind of like the plot twist of the film, right? So do you think it was like particularly good or bad? Or did, it, did it get you like, or was it just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't like something that I was like, oh wow, but then I I don't know. I I was like kind of surprised by it sort of, but it wasn't something like, you know, which blew my mind. It's for this film. Yeah. I was like kind of like, yeah. Yeah, same. So I I, I was watching, I was just like, oh the surprise was her shooting okay. the office, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah, that was more of a surprise than like that. I was just like, uh, it's like I uh, yeah, I was like, oh that's that's like interesting they did that, but nothing more than that. It's just like, oh, okay. You know, like wasn't mind blowing with it's just like oh you know it's, they they could have like i feel like they they didn't do a good enough build up of that or something like that like oh who now whoever's behind this door we have to like you know this is what it's all for we've got to be prepared whatever da, da, da. and then it's just her that would have been like they could have built that up way better i think that would have made it more powerful and more like you know more like shock factor whereas you're just like oh it's kind of confusing almost just like oh wait oh okay they're there like whatever you know but uh anyway and now we get okay. This is kind of like a follow-up little like one uh, double whammy here because uh, they they go to the rooftop. A helicopter comes to like pick them up. Yeah. 
Uh, and the Joker's fucking in it, so... Um, yeah, he's, he has a cool outfit, to be fair. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great. Gun, you know. And that is the surely Batman's. a nod to Batman 89 when Jack Nicholson, you know, when he first makes public appearance and he, like, you know, the pen's mightier than the sword? You remember his outfit in that? This yeah, is very the similar. black and white one. Yeah, this is very similar. It could be, but I think, I mean, uh, Jared Leto's outfits do reference a lot of, uh, a lot of different comics, so... Oh uh, yeah, that as well. Well, but so did that '89 suit. So yeah, true. I mean, I yeah, I liked it. I liked his outfit, but yeah, yeah, very. I mean, cool. his, at least he actually did a you know a proper laugh for this. Whether or not it was that good, it beats his you know when he's like shooting. He's like he's like kind of doing like the Max Zoran thing, you know. Ah uh, yeah, sport. yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. But it wasn't very like noticeable laugh. But yes, yeah, hell of a lot better than his fucking yeah, exactly. Usual it wasn't. One. It wasn't bad. It, yeah, the the, the other one's noticeable because it's bad. This one's just not noticeable. Yeah. Um. I love that gun though. It's very. So cool. Harley Quinn jumps onto the helicopter with the Joker, and her neck bomb doesn't work. Yeah, he's been disarmed because how? Well, when Joker did that break in, he went to the scientist and he's like, "Oh yeah, I've got your family hostage." And then she's like, "Do whatever they say," and then. The sign, he basically goes in so he can, you know, disarm them because he's figuring out how to disarm Nanite and he disarms Harley Quinn's one so they can't kill her. Oh, okay. All right. That's this, cool. this, was fucking, this was still idiotic because I remember, like, Rick Flagg's like, he already hates her anyway. And he's like, oh, her Nanite's disarmed. I'm like, you're a soldier, right? You know, your pistols also work. <laughs> yeah. Like, Amanda's also like, oh, yeah, Deadshot, you've got to kill her. I'm like, no, fucking get Rick Flagg to kill her. Or is he just, yeah. you know, is Deadshot the only one who's allowed to use guns? Because that's he's it. the only one who can aim. <laughs> you yeah, exactly. Deadshot like, above this fucking colonel, man. So you know that Deadshot probably won't do it. He's like, oh, I missed. Sorry. And then yeah, she's she's still making a very like making it very easy to shoot her anyway. Yeah, man. Just hanging on a rope like fucking View to a Kill style. And then yeah, Rick Flag is still just like, oh damn, she really got away. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you know, it's just. It, and it, again, it just undermines Rick Flagg, you know? Like, I'm sure Amanda Wallace would have asked Boomerang to, to like, take yeah, her out exactly. before he asked Like, it's just so embarrassing for him, man. It's just, like, it's, it's just just constantly undermining him. Anyway, yeah, Deadshot, like, misses Harley Quinn. Um, I, I didn't really... I still don't really understand what they were trying to do with this scene because it's, like, you know, he prides himself. His whole thing is that he's never missed a shot. And then he does, so... Yeah, he does it on purpose, obviously, so he's like... Yeah, but... Sorry. That that just doesn't convince me, because if he's, like, the assassin that he is... I don't know, like, that's the first time in his entire career that he's missed a shot, and he like he's, like, cool with it. So I don't know if that's meant to be, like, really, like, some kind of character development, or... Oh, I don't yeah, know. Because he respects Harley for some reason. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. It's just like, why does he give a shit? You know, just fucking do it, man. You know, like maybe he doesn't want to get the his bad side. You know, I don't know. It just doesn't work. And it's plus, she's abandoned them, right? So it's like, yeah, fuck this bitch, man. Like, just shoot her. You know, I don't. I don't think really Deadshot would think twice about doing that. Wouldn't think twice. I don't know. Maybe he's like, oh well, you know, she wants a life of freedom. Guess what? So do I. I can relate to that. And yeah, no, I don't think so, man. Deadshot's like, you know, and and it's just so if he wanted to, you know, from what from what we can assume about Deadshot, from what we've seen, he would be very capable of like shooting the rope above her and severing that, you know. 
Um, but yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, he, he misses like deliberately. I don't know, it's kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, yes, they only have one more. Uh, yeah, because they're meant to be two heli jets to pick him up. Then Amanda's like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll just send you one afterwards. And then she goes off with her own one. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 that's right. And gets shot down. I forgot about that, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. which happens um, like in two seconds, might I add. Like, it's so matter yeah. of fact that they, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Um, also, Joker's uh, helicopter gets shot down. So, like, they're about to jump off for some reason. Oh, yeah, they get, they get they're a, a random fucking. Lock rocket is launched at them, uh, so the helicopter thing, and she falls out. But Joker like loses loses his footing and falls back and dies. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I originally thought first time I see this that he actually died, but then I noticed this time it's off screen, so you don't know if he died. So he didn't die. If it's Obviously not on screen, not. he didn't die. Yeah, at least we didn't let's see the soil rise up off his coffin though. Yeah, I can't wait to see Joker. You know, in the next film. Oh wait. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, they, like kept it open for him and then never used him. Yeah, they have, uh, and and then this is just where it's like, this is the particular scene where I'm like, just the music shit. They just like they try and suddenly go into like some serious film vibe where it's like, oh, it's suddenly so they're all on the rooftop and everything. Like, oh, now it started raining. Oh, now it's that dark. Now sad. we've got some piano. Oh, you know, like oh, boo, yeah, fucking. They didn't give a fuck when Slipknot got blown up, did they? Yeah, it's just like the worst shift in tone ever, man. And it's just like this generic fucking template fucking film that you or I could make, man, on a, on a budget. It's just like so fucking basic, man. I don't know, man. And I mean, um, yeah, Waller's down and she's like, she has a really badass moment, man. She like picks up a fucking rifle and she starts like shooting zombies. Yeah, she's exactly. Like, she's fucking killing them all, man. She's so such a good fucking character, man. It, like... She deserved better, man. She could, could have been putting up. Well, film, she man. returns in the Suicide Squad, so I, I hope we get more of the yeah, same. Yeah, true. We'll get that, I, that I really want to see. <laughs> you know, like, just... just if, if not if not for the others, just for her. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I Honestly, I'm, like, very reluctant to watch that film, but we kind of have to. If we watch Catwoman, then we have to watch that. Um, Catwoman furthering punishing me, man. Like, why, why, why can't I just... <laughs> whatever. Um... Uh, so anyway, Waller gets uh, ca- captured by the zombies and taken back to yeah. Enchantress, and she has a great fucking yeah, line, man. Cool fucking line, man. Yeah, she's like, "Do your worst, you bitch." You know, it's like, oh, so fucking good, man. Viola Davis fucking kills it, man. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, because the Enchantress trying to intimidate her and shit. Yeah. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, literally, she's like, "Don't care, man." Like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, she doesn't. She's not even like shaking or anything, man. Like, no, nah, she doesn't flinch, man. She does battle, and she's like, "Do your worst, you bitch!" Like, you know, <laughs> you know Batman might not be. Fearless, I feel like. I mean, Mate, she's got. Honest, I feel like she's like there. She's like his representative in spirit, you know. Like, yeah, Amanda Waller's got bigger bollocks than like the entire Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad put together, man. Oh, I fucking love her character, man. Um, uh, one thing that I think I think I can't I'm pretty sure this happens beforehand as well, but um like when they one th- one good bit of acting from Margot uh, Robbie was that when um oh, yeah. she's like grieving for for the Joker and so on, but then as soon as the squad turns up she's like oh yeah yeah I'm really happy am I right like she goes back to her facade and I'm like oh it is a facade you know. Well, Which adds a layer I guess you know. Yeah yeah that's that's a, that's a good moment. But it just like, well, then, you know, 
what well, is she insane or not then she is but that's such like an uninsane thing to do that where it's like well i don't know it just yeah, maybe just, she's you know like got multiple personality disorder or something being like yeah yeah that's the only i mean yeah that, that's that's the answer i'd put down to it. i don't it's like facade or ever but like she's like yeah i don't know it's just yeah sorry sorry when you use the wrong personality in the, in the wrong friend yeah group. <laughs> um we have this like crappy plot reveal where like Deadshot finds some like dossier and then reads it and he's like, Oh, this is all a setup, man. Like, oh no fucking shit. But you yeah. fucking Yeah. Um So then like, yeah, well fuck you, Rick Flag, we're going to this We're bar. going to drink, yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? You know what I said earlier? What was the scene I said earlier? It was the worst scene in the film. Oh yeah, when when they're all in they're that all getting suited up. Yeah. This is the bar I'm, scene you think. It's the worst scene. Maybe in any film we've reviewed so far. I think I'm like that's, that's very that's very you know that's quite a statement damn. because I'm including Catwoman, I'm including Batman and Robin, but this bar scene is like just terrible from start to finish, man. I think this was one of the things that was added in the extended cut as well, or they had more stuff in this, like. Uh... Oh, yeah, I remember. Like, there's so much bad dialogue in this. I think, like, at one point, Harley's like, well, you know, everyone's, you know, you know, uh, yeah, because someone says to her, like, um, like, you're fucking, you know, you're great on the outside, but you're fucking ugly on the inside. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, but we all. And then she goes to, like, Killer Croc and says, except him. And it's like, that's probably bad enough. And then she has to, yeah, explain the joke, being like, he's also ugly on the inside. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah, and then he goes, not me, shoddy. I'm beautiful. Just like why? The, the only audible line he has is like, ah, oh, I don't even have a word to like describe how bad that was, man. <laughs> it's funny it's as well. I mean, I'm beautiful. It is funny as well because like I, I I wrote this in my notes like when Captain Boomerang walked out the bar, I just wrote, I hope he leaves the film now, because <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I don't remember anything happening afterwards, so I hope they actually exited, but. It's so cringe, man, because they're like, oh, they have all their drinks and stuff, man, and it's, like, not even well thought out, or it's, like, not even, like... Cool. I'm going to have a water, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Actually, okay, now, this is the only Diablo good thing has a good side, I think, yeah. Yeah, we get to see El Diablo's um, backstory, finally. Why he and, doesn't use um, his powers, you know. Yeah. Except for and, that one time. And, El Diablo is, like, like, maybe the best written character in this film, but apart like, from the actually wrote him... <laughs> Yeah, but, like, they just put all his actions in the wrong order. Like, we should have got his family thing right at the beginning, or maybe not at the very, very beginning, but, like, in the second or third time you see him, then you explain this backstory. And then you have, like, him actually... And then that would add so much punch to, like, him actually using the fire at the end for the boss fight, but instead he used the fire before, after an argument with Will Smith for, like, a purpose that was, like, irrelevant. So yeah, just, just the CGI just all value and meaning. Something. It's like the one character they put a little bit of effort into, they just, just they just fumbled it. Yeah, I um, mean, but still, it's like quite pretty, pretty like compelling, man. Like you like burn his family, man. You know, it's like you know, and you have that, you have quite a good cut where it's like it's like the whole thing's in flames and he's holding like this charred fucking corpse in his, in his arms. It's like pretty fucked up, to be fair. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Holly's like. Oh. Like, yeah, own it. Like, why would you? It's like getting. It's you know a lot of this film. Uh, yeah, no, the, she goes, own, yeah, he tells this, like, really compelling story, like, really, like, moving and shit, and then the first thing you hear is, 
own that shit. Own that. She like repeats it like three times as well, man. Like it's not gonna get better if you keep saying it. It's just terrible. Just stop. Just stop. Yeah. I mean, like this. This reminds me. There are several times in this film, and one of those is like. Um, where like your son for a minute you're going to something good and then it's like takes you out of it immediately. It's like yeah. it's like that it's like that form of torture where they like throw your head in like freezing water and then take you out again. Um, yeah. yeah. But then like it's like the same thing with like when Amanda's introducing like the backstories of every single character. It's like you see Amanda for thirty seconds, you're like you know oh this is great, and then fucking you go into like some shitty like dumb backstory or something. Oh yeah, actually now you're touching it. There was a little another little Arkham reference there with Croc with Killer Croc, because um, he che- he chewed off one of the guards' hands, and in oh, the yeah. in the in the games or in the comics that's uh, that's a guard called, I believe, Aaron Cash. I think that's that's his name, and uh, I don't think they actually they name check him in this film, but I think it's cool that they they throw that in there. Um, but yeah, this bar scene is fucking terrible. Um, yeah, and so oh, like, yeah, and yeah, then this flag joins the mid fucking mid scene as well. It's just with, like oh well, yeah. If you're gonna make this scene, if this, this at this point you're surrendered to this being a really shit film, so you're just like, well, yeah, fuck it, come in anyway. Why not? Just you can't really ruin this film anymore. So, you know. Oh man, yeah, and the thing is as well, he's like, oh yeah, I've given up. You guys can go home. And Will Smith is like, fucking, yeah, man, fuck you. Like, I want to finish this job. Yeah, and he walks out right. But then it's like the writers didn't, and I, I, I can't remember which order they go, but I'm pretty sure Rick Flag follows him. But, I mean, and also the Australians already left by this point, so I don't know how he'd find out and then come back to them. But, um, like, it's like the writers wrote themselves into a corner here, and they're like, oh, okay, we need to, we brought them down to their low point, you know, in, in the uh, classic, you know, hero's journey. Uh, what's going to make them all go out? So... Um, Will Smith, okay, he's dedicated to the job because Rick Flagg tells him to fucking finish it so many times. Okay, he leaves. What what are we going to do? Um, there's like five other people in here. Harley is just going to say, right, guys, I'm going to leave unless you're pussies. And then they all join. Yeah. And then also the Australian, despite leaving, somehow knows about this and joins them anyway. Yeah, and like Killer Croc's like, yeah, fuck it. Like, oh, I don't know. They all just yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they literally all just go. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Let's keep going then. Yeah, they they somehow give Killer Croc something to do in this, which makes no sense anyway. Because this, yeah, this boils down to like yeah, their boss fight, like you say, like you, you describe, which is a good way of putting it. They've got to kill the Enchantress and her brother, yeah. and uh they also have a bomb underneath which killer croc has to swim and put underneath in the right spot yeah um, navy seals could have done anyway but yeah 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 exactly exactly man like how come the city's clearly abandoned man okay all right to be fair amanda waller's there which is why they can't just nuke the whole thing but i'm sure they could have done something to just well i guess yeah amanda waller's there but anyway yeah um yeah, basically they all just show up at this fucking the build the well, it's actually a metro station, right? Cheap station. So um Yeah, this is fucking I don't know if this is good or bad, man, but it's like in basically they're all there like behind these pillars and Enchantress is like, Oh, I can see you, join me, I know your dreams, and then we get to see some of their dreams. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then the Harley walks out for a second, then they're like, No fuck, why would you walk out? He's spastic. But like, so we get to see some of their dreams, right? So we see Harley's one, which is where you see. Now this is like really, I I really like this actually. It's like it's it's 
probably something that pissed a lot of people off, but I think was actually quite a good like little reveal because that's really accurate to Harley Quinn, I think. All she she's just madly in love with the Joker, and ultimately family. all she would like is just for him to like like have a family with him and like kind of be normal-ish. And that's what exactly what we see. We so actually see Jared Leto so, you know, with without no makeup in it. Well, without Joker makeup, and he's like, you know, with his family shit. Animal. It's like, oh, this is like really, like really out of the box. And you're like, wow, this is like quite powerful. I'm like, that, that was quite cool actually. Um, we also see uh, Will Smith's dream. Yeah, he gets to kill Batman. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was trying to remember what it was, and then I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then <laughs> that's it. That's the, not not to have full custody of your daughter or get your criminal record wiped or have a real, you know. Yeah, just uh, I wish I'd uh, kill Batman without the yeah. chance. Although I mean, you get to see Ben Affleck lying motionless, he kind of looks a bit stupid there. Like, yeah, yeah. And then man. you get, yeah. I just want to like gloss over the other ones because there's like you get Diablo. He's like controlled his temper, so you know his family is still alive. That's nice. And then yeah. you get to see uh, Rick, Rick, Rick Flag, right? as he gets to bang Doctor Moon. You know. Yeah. But then, yeah, I actually, I did. And like then a, that's it. And then they're like, no, don't bother yeah. with the others. Fuck. Yeah, so I wonder what kind of crop stream is, you know, his next meal. But then, like, yeah, what I, about uh, Boomerang's stream, man? I want to know about his hopes. Yeah, and his Boomerang. He's a person as well, and he's got feelings. It. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, fucking his like pink toy, man. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I put, I actually ranked these um on, on my notes because I was so bored watching this film. Like, <laughs> you ranked I, the I ranked how unrealistic they are. So. Number oh. four, like being the most realistic, was Doc Flag and Doctor Moon fucking game out together. Yeah. Number three uh, is Diablo actually being able to control his temper. Yeah. Number two is Will Smith killing Batman in that fucking stupid hat he's wearing. And um, number one, that is unrealistic as fuck. Is Joker being normal enough to have kids? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that's never happening. I'm sorry. But Even that's why shot. that scene's so powerful because it's just it just shows. It, I think that really adds like a, a great dimension to Harley Quinn's character, where you know it just shows how tragic she is uh, as a as a character because she's her dream is just something that is impossible to happen yeah, because never of how happen. insane yeah. the Joker is, but she can't help it because that's love. So it's a really it's actually quite a powerful like moment actually, and mm. and like quite very meaningful is you know definitely one of the highlights of the film. Um, I mean, but again, yeah, it's just like, oh, okay, well, we're only going to show four of them anyway, so, like, fuck the rest. Yeah. What about Sardis Street, like, man? Yeah, and then Rick Flag, like, you know, Harley wants to go, and then Rick Flag's like, no, uh, she's tricking us, so on so forth. But one thing I found really weird in this is, like, um, like, her brother's been standing behind a pillar this whole time. Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. And he does, like, this really awkward walk out. He's just like, yeah, hi, guys. You forgot I was in yeah. this film. And it's like what? It's like it's like when they're like a talk show introduces a guest who's coming on stage, you know? <laughs> yeah, man, like, it's so bad. Um, and this is where you get El Diablo. He, he goes, "Yeah, man, the the, the cringiest line ever, man." Um, well, maybe not in this film, but it's yeah, right up there. Can't kill him. Ah, I lost one family. I ain't gonna lose another one. It's like, oh Stop. wow, man. Oh, you know these fucking super criminals are all about three hours and they're your family now man it's like yeah, exactly. so cringe yeah um, what was it as well like what they've got to do is like he's got to like push this guy yeah. into certain spots so they can yeah. blow, yeah. blow him up with that bomb also yeah. the enchantress and her brother they do not define anything about them it's so vague yeah. it's like yeah yeah you don't really know what they can what they can yeah. do what, what their weaknesses yeah. are like oh apparently yeah. it takes to kill like a super deity is a bomb <laughs> yeah Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. An explosion. Yeah, right. 
and uh, it, and it's just like a really shit fight as well. It's just like yeah, El Diablo transforms into like oh, yeah. some fire, some pillar of fire. I don't know. Oh yeah, just... yeah. The Enchantress is, is just like you know chilling with her spells. Yeah, yeah. She's just like oh, I'm vibing here. Yeah. The like... reason this is kind of funny actually because Rook Flag says basically the reason why she's able to destroy well, what's happening is she's destroying yeah. like all these like secret U.S. military bases around yeah. the world and shit. And the funny thing is, like, Rick Flag's like, oh, she's destroying the world because she's doing this because she's linked up to Amanda's brain, who yeah. knows all these places. Yeah, and it's yeah like, you, just see, you just cut away to, like, Amanda Wallace, like, like floating, <laughs> floating upside down there, whatever, like, having her brain fucking, like, yeah. something out of the, the Riddler just, in um, Batman Forever, man. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I was just thinking to myself, like, it's kind of funny because, like, she's like, oh, she's destroying the world. I'm like, yeah, she's probably doing the world a favour destroying US military. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Get Guantanamo Bay down and all that shit, you know. Area Fifty One. Blow up Congress just like yeah, just before you know uh, Superman does it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so they just they just like lay the last brick down, then it gets destroyed again. Oh no, this know, happens before Batman v Superman. No, this happens after. <laughs> Pretty sure this happens beforehand. Like it's meant to be seven. No, it's after. It's after because uh, at the beginning, Amanda Waller goes, um, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, you're right, you're right." Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, in that case, they've just fixed it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. I wish, yeah up, for yeah. a film like this, they might as well have just done that scene. But, um, but you know, the, the problem with that, like, showing is just, it, it just asked me, it begs the question, because this, and specifically because this happens after Batman versus Superman, you know, this, like, super entity, like, witch, witch dots or whatever fucking paranormal Absolutely. shit she's like destroying these like locations in the world so where's the justice league at this point where's wonder woman where's like you know batman or the flash or whatever like you know yeah like, I don't know. maybe they're on break oh no they're all they're all too busy looking through like justice league like emails and shit like being yeah, like, man, right they're, like they're on the discord <laughs> chat whatever man <laughs> yeah exactly and this is the thing as well she's stood there like basically diablo's like soloing like her brother why aren't they just shooting the Enchantress at this point when they have a good chance? Yeah, man, it's just like this is just it's just terrible, man. I mean, what can you say? It's, it's just a good it's a good climax. It's a, yeah, it's a fitting to, yeah. climax for this film where it's just like we, we really need to come shit. up with a term for like that thing where like like the fights don't work logically in which someone's just stood there while they could easily be killed. Yeah, man. I don't know. Um, oh yeah so then you've got um, oh yeah oh yeah Diablo gets blown up along with him yeah Diablo gets blown up but but just do it Mm. they say like oh yeah yeah this is so this is like again just so terrible because there's like a bit where like her heart gets cut out or ripped out right Enchantress and like we see that happen and then the next thing you see is like Rick Flag telling you to dead shot going, her heart's out. No shit. We just yeah, saw that. Telling we, us. That's the yeah, like, oh okay, just in case we miss that, thanks, you know, just well, to rate the film like, for it, why don't you? She's destroying the world at this point with like super lasers from space or whatever, like fucking diamonds are forever style. Yeah, it's but like then, I'm saying, Oh Henry, we're recording a podcast. Really? Yeah. And yeah. then like she But well, I don't know how understand how like I mean, obviously, this is the fucking sheep of film logic, how she doesn't kill every single person there, but, like... Uh. Yeah, because she's... Uh, I, I don't know, it's, like, really confusing. So her heart's out. Yeah, because, um, yeah, Harley... Tar- Harley uh, cuts it with the katana sword. Yeah, but this right? thing I don't understand that makes no fucking sense, right? So, yeah. 
the uh, the enchantress, you know, with her dreams that she shows them, obviously what they want. That implies she's telepathic and knows deeply like what they want. Mm-hmm. Surely she'd be able to read Harley's mind and think, "Oh, this person's oh, yeah, about to right. try and stab me." Yeah. Or, yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has yeah. a terrible line as well. Harley Quinn has another terrible line where she's like, "Uh, yeah, it sounds good, but um, you fucked up my friends or some some shit like that." I don't know. It's yeah, like, some some cringe line. Something man. terrible, man. I don't, I don't think I even I didn't even write it down. It's just, oh, um, yeah, as well. Then, like, and yeah, then they have we have like, oh, we, we need a group takedown, just like in Justice League. Uh, sorry, in uh, yeah, Batman vs Superman. So let's have one of them throwing a bomb while Deadshot shoots it midair, you know, and like, oh, yeah, that's all in slow-mo like, as well. It's yeah, sick. and he's like remembering his daughter as well and shit. He's like, like don't oh. shoot her. And it's like, I mean, that's oh, cool because it. that's obviously a thought sent into him by, um, by Enchantress, but still, it's just like. It's dumb. Yeah, it's just unnecessary, man. I just wish they like cast anyone but Will Smith for this because it, it would just also at least just a, an, an an unknown act. Just make Deadshot of the same importance as like Captain Boomerang, for example. Just so it's like he's not invading the scene so much because it's like yeah, exactly. like it's just like, trying to give him this like whole daughter thing dimension which no one cares about doesn't fit with the film. Yeah, can we, yeah, yeah can bring back his you uncle. You got Bill Smith when you didn't expect to, so now you have to write a character for him. Yeah, yeah they should they should just like. They should have just fucking brought back his uncle from, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for, for this, you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, also, so, like, I mean, this is, like, this has no impact, basically, because they down the witch and then, oh, we can't, we don't know if, if we kill her, we might kill Rick Flagg's love interest, guys. Yeah. And then she's suddenly, it's this fucking thing that happens, like, multiple times in this film where someone who speaks a foreign language suddenly speaks English, you know, where she's, like, talking to him in English, like, because yeah. Katana Girl does it earlier as well um yeah and then it's like okay so what well now you and don't it's, so, fu- it's so funny like what she says as well because he's like he has this choice to like he has to like yeah do it but risk killing his his lover as well and then she literally just goes you don't have the balls <laughs> it's like but she says it like like siri you know like you know yeah, you, don't, you don't have the balls and it's so balls. funny it's just like standing like oh okay <laughs> you don't yeah, and then have he, the he balls. does he does anyway Okay. He does, yeah. He finally shows like his like some kind of credentials. Yeah, he like, has oh, like like some reminds us. Yeah, you're you're yeah. actually capable of something, you know. Like, so yeah, good for him. Good on you, Rick Flag. Um, yeah. Got the shit. It's like most basic name as well, by the like, way. Yeah, exactly. Flag. I think it's I think it's done on purpose. I, I don't know because it's like meant to. I think this is meant to be partially taking the piss out of like American patriotism. That apparently they do better in the Suicide Squad, but oh okay, oh okay. Oh now you now you've pitched me <laughs> the Suicide Squad. Now I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, exactly. I, I hope me. so as well. But like, I I don't know, man. And then like after you think, like literally, I don't think anyone in the audience gave a shit whether or not Doctor Moon was alive or not. But then it, like for, a th- for twenty seconds, he's like, oh, I'm so sad, she's dead. And then like she's like fucking digs herself out the corpse. I'm yeah. not dead, guys. Covered in mud yeah. or whatever, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, then, also, uh, I, 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 this is cool though. It's just like bang, you know, because they're all like, okay, this fucking film's over now. We've done what we need to do, and then Amanda Wallace steps out, man. Yeah, she's not like, dead, but I don't care. Yeah. And this might be Will Smith's best line, <laughs> even though he does it in Will Smith style. It's still like, how are you not dead? <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. Yeah, it's like, it's like Amanda it, Wallace like, fucking it was... so good, man. You can't kill her, man. She's like, yeah, she's exactly. the devil, man. She's, but she just steps out and she's like, yeah, you're going out to prison, man. 
Yeah, you get 10 years off your sentences. Yeah. And this is the, this is the thing. Like, she shows a little bit of humanity as well, where she's like, she's like, oh, what requests have you got then? And I kind of believe it, you know, because it's... Yeah, it, she lets normally, them, she normally let I would go, go, okay, that's not believable. It's like she's breaking character. But actually, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, she, she had, you know, she's like... All right, you know, and yeah. guess like a coffee machine and shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I also wrote down my notes here that I kind of had a laugh at. It's just, uh, like, I, I put, like, uh, pluses and minuses next to stuff I like and don't like. It's just minus. Okay. Amanda doesn't kill Captain Boomerang. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I just wish she just killed him anyway. And it's funny, sir, I've got... It's funny, sir, because the way I write my notes, I, I put a little dash between each point that I want to make, and then, like, the dash represents, like, a minus, so it's, like, everything here is shit. Every, yeah, every, there's <laughs> so many code. minuses, except if it's something Amanda. Um, anyway, so then we, we, we're we basically coming to the end of the film. <laughs> Will Smith is sort of helping oh, his daughter yeah. with his homework, and, like, it becomes, like, a whole sniper fucking analogy and shit, man. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, do the hypotenuse. You can blow this guy's brains out. You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it will splatter his brains on this wall in this trajectory, and you'll get this splatter pattern here. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, capital is so area of the blood. <laughs> yeah. So they're all back in fucking jail. Um, and you're like, okay, all right, it's over. And then but they're you get a cool ending because you get the joke of breaking Harley Quinn out. You're like, oh, shit. And this is really good because I'm like, that that did throw me off. I'm like, oh, okay, that was cool. Um, yeah, the funny thing is, is I paid so little attention to this film the first time that I didn't know that. I thought Joker might have actually died, but then they show that he's there in this. That was really like, cool. He pulls out the mask. I mean, out of all the Jokers, this one's probably the most, I mean, the ones up to this point. He's the most believable who could actually be in this sort of like SWAT uniform breaking in himself as well, I think. That's true. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, but I just, ah, oh, this, this is the thing that, that, like, that makes him a bit more of him. I think, like, yeah, the thing is, that makes him like, this makes him quite like, this does the opposite effect of making him look insane, right? Or, or, or even before that, he doesn't care about Harley Quinn because clearly he does, and he does like quite a normal thing to do breaks into a prison to, to break her out and, like, takes off his helmet. And that's, like, every antagonist ever. Like, it's, like, the most... Sorry, uh, protagonist ever. It's, like, the most basic kind of, you know... And that kind yeah. of, like, cheapens his... It's cool because it's, like, oh, shit, the Joker's there. He's, he's alive and stuff. But when you actually, like, take a step back, you're, like, um, it's not really, like, a very Joker thing to do. No I mean, other Joker would do that. Can we also you know? talk briefly about his... um? The thing I just remembered that his like goons all wear like funny costumes. Like one of them's in like a pan oh yeah panda suit. Yeah, one's yeah. as a Batman, you know, and so on and so forth. Like yeah, I just forgot cool. to mention that. I, th I thought it was really it was kind of dumb, but for this film, I guess you know. Nah, I thought that was pretty cool. It's funny that ones are dressed up as Batman. I will say, but yeah, and um, and that's basically the end of the film until he gets the post credits. Until now, I want to tell you something before we get into this post credit scene, which is the first post credit scene we've ever had so far. Yeah, in, in, in the attempt to be like Marvel, they've started. Yeah, doing exactly. Um, the I first time this. I watched this film, I was so done with it by the end. I immediately turned off the TV as soon as the credits started rolling. So yeah. I completely missed the post credit scene the first time I watched it. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, I was reading something about, it and then I was like. Wait, what? 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 While of Bruce Wayne scene? What the fuck? And so I had to go yeah, back. Yeah, the fact the that again. she's in the same room as him. It's like this is like you know. Uh, the, but but can, can you believe that? This is and this is why I asked you. I, I messaged, I texted you last night or the, the couple of nights ago, where I was like, by the way, did you watch the post credit scene? Because when I watched this film, I was so done with it. I didn't want to watch another second. That's the same. That's the same. Me, to another licensed song. So I was like, 
fuck off, you know, I'm done with this film, finally. And then it's like, oh, by the way, there's actually uh, something you totally missed out here, which... It was right post credit scene, man. It's like it's like you know, it's like when they give you fucking morphine for like a um, you know, for like like a really painful you know surgery. This is like you know just what you needed by the end of it. This was fucking sick, man. This is one of my favorite post credit scenes ever, man. And it's like, oh, it's so good. So you have um, just setting up Justice League, basically. It's so 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 good, man. You've got like the probably. The two best characters in this whole DCEU. I think that wouldn't be an understatement. Yeah, so far. From everyone we've met so far, my favourite characters and actors are, are Viola Davis, Amanda Waller, and fucking Ben Affleck, Bruce Wayne. Specifically Bruce Wayne. Not so much Batman, but it's Bruce Wayne. You have yeah. both of them like facing each other across a table. And it's so fucking good. This dialogue. This is like, they finally... This is like the only part they bothered writing... They must have like brought in a, a writer last minute, an actual yeah, writer. Exactly. Like, oh shit, we need to actually. This is for Justice League. We're spending three hundred million dollars on this film. We can't so fuck good, up the man. intro. I, I, I like get goosebumps when I think of like Batman. Bruce Wayne turns around at the end and he says in a Batman voice, "He's like, Sh- you, you, you got to shut this down, or me and my friends will do it for you." And you're like, "Oh, it's so fucking good, man! It's so fucking good." Yeah, I mean. Oh. I mean, this is this. Amanda says a line in here, which I think is like a good. This is like the, the this is the can, proper candidate for like the, the sigma moment where she says, "You believe in friendship, and this is the difference between you and me. You believe in friendship. I believe in leverage." Yeah, man. And she's like, "Oh, you should um, you should stop working nights or something. You look tired or something like that, you know." And it's like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Yeah, I just want to. I'm just. Um, I like making friends, whatever." Oh, mate, this scene. Is the best of this film by a long fucking shot. Put a smile on my face. Yeah, man. I was just like, oh, that was so good. Now, you know what? (laughs) Having thought about everything I just said, you know, like the cinema. I I didn't see this film in cinema. I don't know why I I, I missed out on that. I'm glad I didn't didn't contribute financially. I know all my mates saw it in cinema and I was like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't for some reason. uh, I'm, I'm glad I didn't. But then again, imagine being in the cinema watching that. And you're just like, oh, but you know what? I think I would have left the cinema before <laughs> I got the I think I would have as well. Yeah, because yeah, I, I mean, literally, and I sat I, with my seat and just bang, hit the remote, fuck off, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, because like, with this, when it came to like the credits, I was like skipping through to see the post credit scene, you know? Oh, really? I was just like, yeah. And, I, and now I'm, I'm thinking to myself, if I saw this in the cinema, would I have had, would the post credits have lasted long enough for me to have got up and left my seat and exited the cinema before? that would have popped up. I'd have been like opening the door then. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Amanda's <laughs> runs back. Yeah. Um, and if I had seen that, then I'd be like, I'd be leaving the cinema. Like, yeah, I'm so hyped for justice league, man, which again, all came crashing down, but we'll get to that. Later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so yeah, that's the suicide squad. Uh, my mistake. That was suicide squad. Not the suicide squad. No, not the suicide squad. I mean, squad. yeah. Well, this is the normally we do uh, some rankings uh, of this, but first I would like to do a little quiz with you, James. Um, this is like I said prior. Um, I have seven bits of uh, well, kind of facts slash trivia about Jared Leto's Joker and Heath Ledger's Joker, but you've got to guess which one is from who. All right? Okay. So, Ledger or Leto? Yeah, Ledger or Leto. So, this Joker was the youngest Joker cast. 
Oh, uh, I would say Heath Ledger is the younger one. You're right, because he was 28 when he was cast, and Jared Leto was in his 40s. Because yeah, Jared Leto is surprisingly old. I didn't know he was. 50. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the thing. He's been. In, this is the thing. He looks so young, and he's like, I don't know what he does to achieve that. I mean, I'm just going to leave that there. But um, like the fact that he's like, yeah, like I said before, he's been. He's just been around the block, man. He's been in in cinema for like, tw- you know, like I said, he was in Requiem of a Dream, man. That's like 20 years old that film. So, yeah. you know, and he's he just hasn't aged. So yeah. Um, and Heath Ledger, I remember him being young, you know, for for, for the Dark Knight. So yeah, okay. Okay. Um, one out of seven. One, in in preparation for the Joker, they visited people from psych wards to understand the process of insanity. Jared Leto. Yeah. Getting good with this. Right. Um, they shaved their whole body minus their head for this. Mm, yeah, Jared Leto. And it's really hard to find stuff which is really <laughs> with. Go on. Um, because everyone knows Heath Ledger trivia, man. Um, the, uh, this is a quote from one of them. Um, pretty sure it's from an interview saying, from the Joker's point of view, Batman isn't really scary. He's more of a friend to the Joker. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Heath Ledger? No, that was Jared Leto. Ah, oh. yeah, I was I I fumbled that one, man, because Heath Ledger didn't didn't get the chance to do any interviews, unfortunately, for like yeah. Really, so. okay. okay, um, they actually didn't rehearse prior to their scenes. Heath Ledger? No, that was Jared Leto. <laughs> he didn't rehearse. That's cool, actually. Yeah, it was, that's, it was, that's definitely it was, cool. Okay, that's that was good. done in in order. Well. I think this is either specifically with Harley Quinn, but obviously couldn't mention that part. Um, yeah. Because it was like to add to sort of their unpredictability or something. Um, okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I don't know if it works, but that's cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, they practice their voice with uh, ventriloquist dummies. Jared Leto. No, that was Heath Ledger. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that it or is there one more? There's one more. Okay, Which one of these jokers do you think rode a skateboard around set? I guess. I don't know, man. Shit. Uh, I'm going to go with Jared Leto for that one. No, that was Heath Ledger. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad I actually managed to... I, I basically won this because I managed to trick you four times. You got. Oh, uh, no. Uh, I got the first three right, didn't I? Uh, yeah, you got the first... You got... You got um, Ledger was the youngest Joker cast. Um, you got the fact that Jared Leto shaved his whole body minus yeah. his head. And you also got that Jared Leto visited people from psych wards. The rest he didn't. Wait, that means he shaved his eyebrows as well. Yeah, he did. <laughs> shit well that's that's pretty cool yeah. just a, as a bonus bit of trivia as well Jared nice Leto during stunt performing for this he tore like his labrum which is like uh, I think it's a like bit of cartilage in your shoulder which oh. must have been painful but okay, probably didn't get to see that scene I'll be honest yeah wow well shit that's yeah yeah complete waste yeah unfortunately wow that was that was cool I, 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 I was like yeah this is easy man like come on Henry <laughs> oh good good one shit well, there you okay. go. Honestly, okay, well, now 
Now we're going to uh, rank the Jokers. Or do we want so, to save? Oh, actually, there isn't anything else to rank, really. Yeah, well, we, uh, we're just going to rank this, the Sigma moment, and the film itself. Um, so, number one, we have current rankings, Jack Nicholson's Joker. Number two, Heath Ledger's Joker. Number three, Cesar Romero. So, where are we going to put Jared Leto? Well, I think it's pretty... I think everyone knows by now, like, we're not going to put him above Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson, obviously. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. Um, in, if we're talking about this film's performance specifically, yeah, I mean not just his perform. I mean this is what we saw. Like, yeah, I know his stuff got cut out and so on. But what of what we get to see with the Joker? Would you? I'm asking you actually, really. Would you put him above Caesar Romero? Because yeah, you know, as much as well, as much as we like 66 Batman, like <laughs> I can't. No, no, no. It's it's a, it's a valid question because I mean the, even the image I chose here for this for Jared Leto's Joker is from Justice League, which does so much to improve and flesh out his character and redeem that character quite a lot. So without that, all you would have to go on is, you know, what we've just seen in, in Suicide Squad. And on that basis... If we're going just from Suicide Squad, though... Mm, because we can get... No, no, no. Push- I, I, no, no. I, I would still put him... Th- I would still put him over Cesar Romero, just because... I respect Jared Leto as an actor, and I respect the preparation he put into this. And it's not his fault. Yeah, at least he, at least he's so shaved shit. for this instead of fucking Caesar Romero, man, not shaving his mustache. Yeah, yeah, true. I, I, I'm, yeah, yeah, isn't that ironic? Like Caesar Romero refused to shave his mustache, and I'm like Jared Leto shaved everything, including his eyebrows, man. You know, just on that level of dedication, man, you got to put Jared Leto. In. But and I just, you know, just to talk about Jared Leto a bit more. Um, and the fact he was given a raw deal. Yeah, he filmed a lot more scenes. And I think what people have to remember is, um, obviously, the iconic Jokers and probably what will end up being our top three is Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson, and uh, Wacken Phoenix. But those three had the luxury of an entire film dedicated to their Joker performance and their character development, etc. The, their films were literally Joker films, effectively, right? Yeah. And Jared Leto obviously didn't have that luxury. He just had to you know, work with what he had and just fit in where he could. And, you know, he had a lot of bad things, you know, that he was forced to unfortunately work with. Bad writing, bad editing, um, you know, bad ensemble of... Like, yeah, bad soundtrack. Director, not the best, you know, David, David I'm sorry, man, you know, like... It's just, it's just you know... And, and on top of that, all the, you know, hangovers and, and symptoms of the Snyderverse, where it's just so, you know, the DCEU, I should say, where it's just, you know, so many, like, things got fumbled, basically, by Warner Brothers, etc. And, and Jared Leto is arguably kind of the biggest loser out of anyone that's been involved with this entire franchise. Not franchise, I mean, not the whole Batman films, but I mean, just, just the DCEU, because his reputation, I think, really got damaged because of this film and that's not his fault really he 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 put in um, as much effort as anyone into his joker and okay his joker is not the best sure and do i want to see a whole film of jared Leto's joker not particularly but it's worth bearing that in mind giving him that context and let him that benefit of the doubt that you know he just wasn't afforded as much of uh, a chance as as the others you know mm. Yeah, I don't know. And, and sorry, also what I would follow up with that is the fact that he he had the the poison chalice of 
following up from Heath Ledger's joke. Yeah, true. <laughs> that that's 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 unfortunate. Yeah, at least he didn't you know, kill like, you know, and anyone and I don't think whoever whoever it was that was following up from Heath Ledger's Joker already had a target on his back from Heath Ledger fans, who's like ninety nine percent of the population, right? Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, I already have a target on my back, and so do we because of what we said about him. Yeah, I, I don't care who you are, what your name is, but I think whoever's following up from Heath Ledger's Joker was go- always going to have a lot of criticism coming his way. Um, so that's the only other point I would make in in terms of when I when I think about Jared Leto's Joker, I, you know, I, I respect him. I respect what he what he's what he's you know achieved and what what he was trying to do. His portrayal as the Joker isn't bad, um, and and you know the bad things about it are are out of his control effectively. So hmm. that's what I would say. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was just a, it was a huge mix, man. Like. I I kind of feel bad for him. And I kind of really wish we got to see more. Like that may have redeemed him or may have solidified whether or not he like you know was good or bad because his total like his total screen time as Joker probably totals as fifteen minutes in the entirety of everything. If you think about yeah. it, yeah, like yeah. what like that's not you know, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. And the fact that he had to share it with like so many clowns as well, you know, yeah, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, ironic how Joker's not not the uh, the clown in this situation. Yeah, yeah, it's true. This um, this also this film I want to add as well uh, that I didn't realize until we saw it actually broke the previous record for how many you know uh, villains there are on a Batman sort of related. Oh really? Because obviously the first one was you know uh, the sixty six Batman four <laughs> yeah. different villains. You know that was the big point. You know got four people can take over the world. But yeah. wait, is that, so it was before this film was. Was Batman 66 the one with the most Batman villains? Yeah, because, well, sure. I don't think it was necessarily, like, in this one, I don't know how many of these are actually Batman villains, but it's... Well, more... I, I'm sure... No, no, no. I, what I'm questioning is, was that Batman 66 was the film with the most Batman villains, because... Yeah, I think it was. Well, that's what I'm questioning is a fact, because I think the Dark Knight Rises might have had more, because in that one... Yeah, it you depends have... how you count them, though, because Catwoman's yeah. on his side, kind of. Sorry? Scarecrow is not really Scarecrow. Yeah, but he's still there. So you have, I mean, uh, but I'm not just thinking that. So you, uh, off the top of my head, Catwoman, um, Bane, Daggett, Razal Ghul technically makes an appearance. Yeah, well, I don't know really. Talia Al Ghul, that's stretching. Hang on, Scarecrow, and Daggett. So yeah, but Scarecrow, Catwoman, I don't know. I don't know if you can really count them as like being much. I, I know. I, I'm being. I'm, I'm splitting hairs here, but I'm just saying. You know, that's um. If if we're going by like just appearances, I think, and you know, they all have lines, right? So yeah, that's true. Technically, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know. But anyway, yeah. obviously, I mean, Suicide Squad uh, was the proud breaker of that record. Um, we're gonna do the most Sigma line, and then we're gonna rank the film. And we have a little like thing we need to we need we need to do a bit of admin for this. But uh, but first, let's do the most Sigma moment. So yeah. um, so the current the current ranking, as I understand it, is. Uh, from from the bottom to the top, we've got in uh, Batman Forever when uh, Val Kilmer says "women" after a conversation with Doctor yep. Meridian Chase. Um, in Batman and Robin, we have uh, you know Mister Freeze saying "my passion thwarts my bride alone" and you know pushing away like that thought who's trying yeah, to get yeah, with him. Yeah. In uh, Batman sixty six, we've got uh, Bruce Wayne saying, "Explain to kicker, yeah, I'm a, I'm a capitalist. You know, I've got all these gadgets on me. Uh, yeah. That's why, you know, because I'm rich." Yeah. Um, 
we've got from Catwoman, her like slagging off her boss to his face. Um, this first oh, yeah. Sigma female moment. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we've got from Batman uh, Returns uh, saying, uh, Max right. Shrek saying to Catwoman before pushing her out the window, saying, actually, it very much is like that. You yeah. know, I can just kill you. Yeah. Um, we've got above that uh, in, in fourth place, Batman 89. Uh, Jack Napier before he becomes Joker saying I didn't ask to a woman who's like falling over and saying shit that's good. in fourth place wow yeah, and yeah then, but then um, again yeah then we'll hit the top yeah three. then we've got you know uh, Christian Bale in um, The Dark Knight saying oh well you know uh, they should let's put tables together I own this hotel just yep. to flex on Harvey Dent yep. then in second place we've got from Batman versus Superman Oh, uh, like belittling Clark Kent saying, oh, is that Daily Planet? Do I own that one or is that the yeah. other guy? And yeah. then in the top place, we've got, yeah. uh, obviously, from... I'm uh, buying this hotel. I'm buying this hotel and I'm changing some rules about the pool area. Yeah. Jumping in. Oh, so good. Um, but I will, I will add, we don't have... Sure. We still need to... We, yeah. we fucking haven't done one for the Dark Knight Rises. I know, I pointed that out before, but I don't think... I genuinely couldn't... Doesn't pull. matter, we, we have to have one. We got one out of Catwoman for fuck's sake. We must be able to get one. <laughs> That's out. true. But this is the thing. I couldn't think of one. Do you have? Uh, one? Probably. I would. Go, I would. The one that leaves to mind for me is Bane when he puts the hand on the shoulder and he's like, "Do you feel in control?" That's like. I thought that was quite a Sigma move, man. To be honest. All right. Well, yeah, this is this is canonically where we rank the Dark Knight Rises Sigma quote. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, viewers. Um, well, uh, probably f- either fifth or sixth. So You're I'm thinking it's either going below Jack Nicholson or it's going below Chris. It's going Wall. below. It's going. Well, if you put it, there's okay. Okay, so it goes buying the hotel, Daily Planet. Yep. I own the hotel. Didn't ask, and it very much is like that. Then Catwoman. Yep. yep. Uh, I would put him either fifth or sixth. I would either put him below. Didn't ask, or it is like that. Yeah, because. I don't think, yeah, because I don't think that's like Bane's one is specifically very Sigma in that he's like, oh, I, uh, yeah, do you feel like safe, basically, or do you feel in control? Whereas like Max Shrek is just flexing the fact that he can just straight murder people with no consequences to it. Do you feel in control? Like, actually, it very much is like that. Just casually murders someone. Nah, but I love the power because it's such a power move. Because this Daggett guy, he's like this billionaire and shit. He does. He's like, yeah, you're all my bitches, you know. Like you do whatever I say. And then he, all, all he needs to do, he just puts the sh- the hand on the shoulder. Yeah, like, to be fair, that was cool. Oh, but but he doesn't like put it on like you know father and son. So he like like the you know he puts it like this like on the shoulder like and 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 then, and like Daggett just freezes, man, and it's just the power shift is and the way it's shot, like how Bane is just towering over him, and it's just like you know. And then kills him as well. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'll get. I'll give that to Bane then. We'll put it above. In, in uh, yeah, we'll put it in fifth place above Max Shrek. Yeah. Above okay. Jack okay. Nicholson. And can I just say, by the way, that collection of names we've just said: Christopher Walken, Tom Hardy, Jack Nicholson. Like three of the best actors. Yeah, and Ben time. Affleck above that. And Christian. Well, Bell, I, I don't think Ben Affleck's. I mean, I, he's a great actor, but he's not quite on that tier. Yeah. Of true. Ghost. Right, so. Okay. This, I'm pretty sure yeah. the only Sigma quotes come from Amanda Waller. I don't know if you. Yeah, we have another Sigma female entry. Sigma right? female moment. So we've got. I, my although, only... yeah. Although Ben Affleck, the final line in this film, Ben Affleck's one is like also quite a Sigma. Like, shut this down on me and my friends will do it for you. Nah, his, that's not as cool as what she says. Because like, 
yeah there's, true, two ones, true. there's two candidates that i had for like mm-hmm. the sigma moment i think the first one we're going to strike out is where she, harley says are you the devil and she just like gives it a pause and says maybe but the one below is like way the one below is cooler i think like uh i think her last one of her last lines where she says this is the difference between you and me you believe in friendship i believe in leverage yeah you're right okay it's like that is proper like manipulative man which is okay. like hallmark sigma trait by the way i should explain to the audience that we have this this the tear maker with the images the reason i don't have one for sigma males uh sigma quotes is because it's quite hard to do because we we choose them on the spot right so like i can't go ahead and like pr- predict an image that we'll get plus i'd have to do a frame for them film so this is why it's like off the cuff kind of thing yeah exactly but and it's all tongue-in-cheek anyway right so yeah, exactly so where would uh, you where would you rank this on this because i would uh, um, uh i think it, again it would be in that kind of area fourth fifth sixth um i would definitely at least put this above bane's and below yeah yeah i think okay, okay. so bane already gets moved down <laughs> okay so putting, i think fifth yeah because i don't think so above bane and below jack nicholson yeah, because Jack Nicholson just saying "I didn't ask" is just such a good line. Oh, it's so, it's so simple. That's that's what's great about it. Yeah, I think I, I think that that is where I that's in. I've got like an imaginary dotted line where that's like the top tier, like true sigma moments. The ones below it are kind of like what the best of like what we can pick out from there. But those yeah, are like true. deliberately sigma, you know. So um, yeah, okay. I fully agree with you on that. All right, cool, 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 cool. All right, so now. Ladies and gentlemen, Batman seem to rank. No. So now we're going to rank the films themselves. Yeah. Now we're going to adjust um, the way we rank them, and I'm going to explain this in a video probably later in the week. Um, but for now, we need to do a little bit of retcon because now we're going to rank the films instead of uh, giving them a grade out of ten. We're, we're going to give them either like a, basically a, an official millionth recommend, don't recommend, or like. That you must watch yeah. this now <laughs> uh or like really like a, a top tier goat film so yeah exactly but then yeah they're against each other still so the further they are mean, the we're less... gonna have to agree but we're gonna have our own opinions i think especially in terms of like what's a goat film and what's not uh, i'm like i'm i think me myself i'm gonna be very reserved when it comes to giving a film like the goat that tip, kind yeah. of status but you know we're gonna see so let's do them in chronological order so batman yeah. also yeah, also one thing, uh, people probably know this with Tear Maker, but the further they are to the left, uh, oh, yeah. and then the better they are, whereas if the further they yeah. are on the right, down the list. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is, I mean, the Batman 66, I think, is like, it's a film that you should, well, you don't, you, don't sh- you don't have to watch, but it's like one film that you should at least watch once, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, fuck it. It's just the beginning, it, like, it's for history lessons, you know. On a rainy Sunday, why not, you know um batman 89 uh i mean yeah I, i'd say you would you would you have to watch this for the specifically because of jack nicholson's performance because it's so good like but the rest of the film itself i feel is weaker personally speaking because any time he's not on screen i just um I'm, I'm a little slightly zoned out to be honest this is like of all the films here this is the one i'd be closest tempting to giving that like goat status of like double thumbs up 
because it is such an iconic performance from Jack Nicholson. That's the thing. But then if I put, I'm putting that there, I'm going to have to put a bunch of others up there. Yeah, that a lot of them weakens my. Uh... So okay, I'm just going to put it at the very high. Very. You should put it at the very top of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like, you have to see that. We film recommend this film, like, definitely, definitely recommend. <laughs> okay, what came uh, on? What was Batman next? Returns. Batman Returns. Again, I think that yeah. Well, it's lots into mil- now. We these are going to get end up like. In their order, okay. The only debates now are like you know, because we've already ranked them, but we're not doing those rankings anymore. Yeah. Like I said, I'll Batman explain Forever. Yeah. Batman He's Forever. Oh, okay. Now Batman Forever is that a film that we'd recommend or that we no, no. just like no. don't bother? No, fuck, fuck Batman Forever, man. Okay. Batman Forever. Uh, uh, the only defense I get, I always think, is like um, Jim Carrey's Riddler, but I, man, I, I lived Batman. 23 years of my life without watching that happily so fuck it just watch some youtube clips yeah man you've got yeah you've got fucking um batman and robin, robin as well in that catwoman batman and robin is worse than catwoman easily mm. like catwoman and batman and robin oh uh, yeah it's like, eight eight those eight all anyway, it's like so you can you can watch batman forever if you like you know enjoy pain but the other two <laughs> are just too bad to like you yeah. know uh then batman begins, batman begins. we put here right yeah, it's something that you should at least watch once, but it's probably not something that you can watch rewatch many times because it's an intro story, really. Yeah. Um, it's very good, very good. But okay, now this is one, The Dark Knight. <clears throat> I think it does belong in like you know ghosted status, like double thumbs up, easily because. Come on, this this is currently the highest ranked one on our list. You know. I know it is, but. I know you know. A lot, I know in some ways it's in some ways it's like overhyped as like the second. It's overrated. That's time. the thing. I just it, I I just feel it is overrated, and it's a film that like yeah you should see. But I kind of I don't think it's like yeah we recommend it, but like it's o- it's not overrated enough to not warrant it being a really fantastic. Everyone's seen film. it, so it's like you know uh, us recommending it means nothing. So I, I mean still put it up there. Yeah, still do it. So you'd give it a double thumbs up. I give it a double I, thumbs up. Everyone, planet Earth would. Is it, you just don't want to put it above Batman 89 again because, you know... No, 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 no. Well, I already have. I'm not surrendering to that. I'm actually thinking more ahead to when we rank the Batman. Yeah, well, we'll get to that when it comes to it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking tactically as well, so... Double thumbs up, man, you have to. It's the Dark Knight. <sighs> Fuck. All right. This, this is like, um, they have to make a disclaimer every single time. We don't hate The Dark Knight. We don't hate uh, fucking... Speak for yourself, man. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm joking, I don't I'm, joking like, I'm joking. Yeah, I don't hate The Dark Knight you know. either. I just like, I don't, I'm not, it's just not on the hype train with it. Yeah, so. it's, it's one of those films that I can't really rewatch because... It's yeah, like, man. I, I, yeah, anyway. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Where do we, where do we rank that? I think we put it we right above it, Batman 89. Right? Sorry? No, we put it above Batman 89. We did, I remember. I'm trying to remember it's why. so good. We were like sleep depraved when we did it, man. <laughs> it's the Batman. Yeah, true. We were sleep deprived and we watched The Shining afterwards. But the um, the Dark Knight Rises for me is like you can watch. It's the most watchable Batman film maybe. so far. Yeah, so far. That's true. You know, it's so watchable, man. You can That's you can true. sit down. It's like I've I wouldn't say. But it's why did we put it above Batman eighty nine? Yeah, it is. I would recommend it above Batman eighty nine. In probably, and, and in, I know we rank, we gave it higher rank rating, but I'd recommend it. I'd, if I had to, I would recommend so, it, but I I don't know if I'd recommend it above Batman eighty nine. That's the only thing. I would. 
if I had to tell, if if my mate had never seen a Batman film before, I would show them Dark Knight Rises before Batman 89. Mm, yeah, but the problem with Batman, the Dark Knight Rises story is it has so many plot holes. It's like, it's got, yeah, I know, it's got loads of high highs, but it's got lots of low lows as well, you know, so. Well, yeah, in, yeah, unless we forget in Batman 89, he, uh, Alfred shows fucking Vicky Vance the back. Uh, yeah, fuck, that's true. Uh and also, Michael Caine is Alfred in that, so... Yeah, yeah, oh, all right, yeah, fine. You've got fine, phenomenal yeah. cast. Right, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> just say Michael Caine just wins me over, man. All right, fine. We're only going to have two films and go to two. <laughs> well, potentially. We haven't seen The Suicide Squad yet, which I'm going to yeah, add, by the way. Uh, anyway, Batman vs Superman. I think we put that here? Yeah, I think so, because I... I wouldn't put it above Batman Begins. No, certainly not. Certainly not. It's something that... Uh, it's a film that you can watch. Um, like, you can watch it. At least. But that's a film to me which just epitomizes high highs and low lows. Just, yeah. That you, defines it for me. You know? Yeah, it comes to the point... The the difference between... Uh, like, I imagine, again, an imaginary dotted line between Batman Begins and Batman for Superman. It's not like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, now, Suicide Squad. This definitely goes in, in like at the top of the worst tier, I think. Yeah. Unless you're saying it's worse than actually. Well, no, no, no. I, I think it, it would. It was either going, you know, it's either going here, or it's going here, right? Nah. But would you there's recommend no reason it to that... someone? Would you recommend it to someone? No. Like, the, if why, someone's going, oh yeah, should I watch this? Watch I would say if you're a Viola Davis fan. Sure, but I think she's just kind of the best of a bad bunch. I don't think, as good as her performance is, it carries this into like a really watchable film. So I think, yeah, it has to go into like a film where I don't recommend it. It's just like I can't put my reputation. I, I, I'd just be like, no. Um, I think it does belong here, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get on to well, obviously we're gonna do Joker next, but yep. we'll get on to uh, the Suicide Squad at one point, which is. You know, hopefully it supplants this in terms of you don't have to watch this for, you know, uh, Amanda. Instead, mm -hmm. you can watch The Suicide Squad. But we'll find that out ourselves, which is uh, supposedly the first time since Catwoman that we, neither of us have seen the film that we're going to review. And we have four more films after this now. So next week we're going to do The Joker. Oh, sorry, just Joker. Um, then... We're going to do, the week after that, Zack Snyder's Justice League, then The Suicide Squad, and then The Batman. And that will bring us up to uh, late October. So, there we have it. There we have it, ladies and gentlemen. So there's Suicide Squad, there's a bit of admin as well, etc. So, um, final words from you, Henry? Um, don't watch The Suicide... Sorry, don't watch Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, uh, you know... Sorry, uh, sorry, Jared Leto. Um, you know, rip your, uh, uh, you know, Joker tenure. Jared um, Leto, it's not your fault. We don't blame you here at the minute. It's partially his fault, probably. You know, you never know. Mm. The amount of people who are uncomfortable with him on set, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, you man, you missed a bit of trivia, by the way. I, I saw something where it was like, oh, is it the uh, bit about he? Oh, he sends you know people condoms and shit in the mail. Uh, no, but there was that as well. I forgot about that one. Um, it's like it's like that bit is <laughs> that bit of trivia is like everyone saying Heath Ledger locked himself in the hotel, man. Everyone knows it. Yeah. 
Uh, no, there was another one. I, I, I thought you you must have read this, and for some reason we didn't um, mention it. But you know his laugh. Right? Trivia. Did you did you read about how he chose his laugh? Yes, you told yeah. me this because I told you. Yeah, you told me. Well, what was it? No, I think you must have read it on IMDb because it's one of the top facts there. And it's like he went to New York and was in the street and just uh, tried out different laughs and whichever one yeah, unsettled the people the most. Yeah, yeah, most that's the one he went with. Yeah, it, yeah. They, he. I don't think that was a good way of choosing it because he ended up choosing the worst laugh possible. Like, why? But you know, now that I think, when I hear that story, that kind of adds up to me because yeah, if you were if you were in the street and you walked down and you heard like various laughs, you know, it's like a guy laughing there. Obviously, that's pretty, um, you know, off-putting anyway. But I think that one in particular, I would be like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Well. I, I, but I don't think that's the point of a Joker laugh either, so... Yeah, exactly. But I can see where he's going with it, it's fair enough. And plus, you're probably not going to top Mark Hamill's laugh anyway, or even Jack Nicholson's, so... Yeah, I mean, speak of Mark Hamill, apparently he said he liked this Joker performance, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm in the Mark Hamill camp, you know. I, I don't hate Jared Leto or his Joker, but... Um, you know, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not. You know, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna defend him to the hills either. I'm not gonna. You know. Yeah, I wish we. I wish we saw more of him, but oh well. We, yeah. we probably won't now. So. Oh well. Yeah, uh, yeah they cast him for Joker, which we'll find out about. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, that's that. So, um, thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, share, all that good shit, and we'll see you next week with um, Joker. Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs>